and welcome to episode number 60 of The Third Power. Of course, this is one of your co-hosts, Anthony Avatolo, and with me, as always, is my devastating co-host, Usman Jamil. Do you better sacrifice some permits, man. Oh, wait, that's yeah. annihilating. Uh-oh. Wrong Uh-oh. keyword. <laughs> well, at least it's in flavor, right? Oh, yeah. All right, so we're here today to talk about battling for Zendikar. So uh, talk about the impact of the colorless cards, the impact of sort of colorless cards, if there are any, um, and how you should consider those for your cube. Uh, and, you know, whether or not you should be playing these cards, because there's a lot of really big creatures that you can play with power and toughness combinations we have not seen before. That's true, some unprecedented... Power and toughness is all the same. Unprecedented sizes, I guess that works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just some weird combinations of things too, right? Like, you know, we'll we'll like a card, you know, that has to deal with even and odd numbers, you know, like this yeah, like is what? Like, yeah, unprecedented design territory. So yeah, it's weird. Well, cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's start off uh, just like we do every episode with a crack a pack. That's true. Now, today, we're using your pauper cube, is that right? Yeah, both of our cubes are in pieces slash out of commission. <laughs> Mine's always right. in sections, and before we, when we record these episodes, and this is not an exception, we've got my pop, my regular cube is sectioned off by color, and yeah, can't really make a good crack pack out of that, unless it's something like two of Wooberg, and then, I don't, I just don't, I don't like that thing. That's, no. Right. Right, and mine is about uh, seven miles away right now, and it is also sorted with a bunch of cards all pulled out. I've been doing uh, drops and ads, so uh, I have piles of cards in different boxes inside there, too. So not exactly randomized. It makes me think of when my cube was in, you know, it was in St. Louis, and when the Theros spoiler started, mm-hmm. like... um. Elspeth Sun's champion was spoiled, but I was in Minnesota. So I was like, oh. I can't test this card out because it's in Minnesota. I'm just like, this card seems good, right? Right. Now, full disclosure, I have not really seen many of these cards. Uh, I recently started a new job, and I'm doing a lot of uh, basically spend, let's see, the eight hours a day at work plus about three to four hours of uh, commuting time. So I've been spending about 12 hours a day just with my day job uh, and things involved with it. Uh, so I haven't been able to keep up too well. I've been doing, you know, trying to do well enough to actually try to play Magic once, twice a week. But uh, so you're going to get a lot of original re- reaction from me from these cards, you know, including any sarcastic comments about artworks or names or things <laughs> like that. So, uh, like you know, I'm uh, I'm on break this week, so so we have a lot of energy to to spare for making fun of things or or ranting. So let's say so we'll we'll see what you get. So you may you may hear some you know full warning. You may hear some things from me that you may have thought two weeks ago when you first saw the card, but I haven't. I've only seen a couple of the previews, uh, the explicit previews that they've showed for things, and not much else. So okay, there you go. So there you go. So all right. So uh, I'll type and you call them out. Okay. And I forget, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I've revamped my popper cube to make it more, I guess, archetype based. But okay, just more. Yeah, I guess archetype based is fine. I can't think of anything else. My I haven't I didn't sleep the best of my brains kind of 
not 100% either. <laughs> but, mm. Yeah, that sounds right, archetype-based. All right, so I'm going to pull a card out. All right, Aether Snipe. I assume you know it all these cards, too. Yeah, if not, I'll, I'll uh, ask. I'll be like, what's this? I'll be like, wait, is this the thing that does this? Mm-hmm, yeah, that's fair. Next card, Kel the Marauders. Next card, Tumble Magnet. Next card, uh, ah, I can't pick up cards. Feeling of Dread. Alright. Next card, Mardu Horde Chief. Alright, very Jess guy. Hopefully I see a green card here. Alright. Next card, alright, Yavimaya Elder. Oh, my elder. That's a green card. Yeah, there certainly is. Next card. Journey to Nowhere. Alright. Next card. Chain Lightning. Alright. Oh, Chain Lightning. <laughs> Go Chain Lightning. <laughs> Next card. Jilt. Alright. I like Jilt. Nice value. Next card. A little on flavor. Kozilex Predator. Ooh. Some, some Eldrazi. Not Scion. Now, what's really funny... All right, so... All right, I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. Remind me to tell you something about Kozilex Predator. Nice. Next card. Gurmag Angler. Zombie. Good old zombie fish. The next card... What is this? Demir Guildgate. All right. That's all right. Demir Guildgate. Next card, Kasali Pride Mage. Okay, that's a nice one. Cat Wizard. Next card, Boggart Brute. Three two Menace. I was gonna say the new keyword. Yeah, I guess it's new enough. I don't know. It still doesn't feel intuitive. Last card, Hungry Spriggan. Hungry, hungry Spriggan. There you go. (laughs) All right. So, Kozilex Predator. When you started calling out cards for Proper Cube, I thought, a sight unseen, what kind of cards would I just take first pick and hope everything else works out? And I thought to myself, I bet you Kozilex Predator would be one of those. Oh, yeah. And then you called it. Ah, nice. <laughs> I just feel like it's hard to go wrong with Kozilex Predator. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of things for four mana. And being able to ramp into bigger things afterwards, uh, kind of where you want to be, and a lot of creatures, and a lot of, I don't know. Calling Chain Lightning made me go, ooh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm okay with a card like Kozilek's Predator. I mean, I, I do like Jill, but I think I kind of want to stay away from two colors at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, Journey to Nowhere certainly caught my attention. Um, but I feel like a lot of these cards could be, you know, good with having something like Kozilek's Predator. Yeah. Even though, like, Gurmag Angler's pretty good, but, I, you know, not knowing how fast graveyards fill up, not having an idea for that kind of stuff. I'm just going to take Kozilek's Predator because it's stuck in my head before you even started calling names, and it appeared. There you go. The, the, if I would have said its name three times, it would have been like Beetlejuice. I like the shot call. Like Yeah, yeah, weird. <laughs> That's why when you said it, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, i got to tell you something about that. Nice. Exactly what I thought of. So, now, if someone of experience pauperness, what are you taking? I I just like Jilt. I think it's a lot of value. 
I just like I just like value. It bounces, kills stuff. Oh yeah, I, I was a huge fan of Jilt in that limited format. Good guy. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> car was so ridiculous. Like yeah, bounce that, kill that. Next tilt. I guess the nickname. A <laughs> car yeah. is definitely tilt. Grimag Angler has actually been. I don't know how fast they save graveyards. Feel so I guess slightly less than regular cube. I don't know. It feels like it just kind of happens in in okay. Magic or just in Cube. Right, and at some point you just get like a five five for two or whatever. Yeah, just late game. It's like you look at your hand and you look at graveyard. It's like, oh yeah, I can cast this. And here's this other card. Also, shoutouts to Rolling Thunder in this new set because people a card is pretty busted in Popper Cube. I guess people are going to find out just how dumb it is in Limited. Oh, Rolling Thunder. I remember that from back in Tempest yep, Draft. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Good lord. Everything was like a one, like X1 or X2 in, in the format. Yeah, I was just like, all right, <laughs> kill your board. You killed all the things. All the things. It's like, that's cool. I guess... And it was a common. Yeah. <laughs> killed all the things. Yeah. It got bumped up to uncommon, like with uh, like Arc Lightning. Uh-huh. Like that, hey, we, uh, we figured this out. There's a, uh, what's that, Rave Command? Yep. Like, that got bumped up. It got bumped up to four and a red, and it got bumped up to uncommon. Because that card's stupid. Yeah, notice we're not seeing any more Pestilence-type cards, you know. For good reason that card is stupid. God. <laughs> common. Yeah, I don't know. Common. Yeah. And then they made it red, and they made it uncommon, finally. But it was a common. Yeah. Like the last time they printed it in uh, Urza's. Yeah. In Corrupt. Common. Yep, that format was that was something. Oh, pestilence is delightful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good old pestilence. I'll say speaking of pestilence, but I don't know. There, I guess that's kind of the flavor of things, or just like a plague of the Eldrazi. I'm really stretching here. This is not a good transition <laughs> at all. <laughs> but at least I'm gonna admit it. Like this is, I guess. That's kind of the flavor of a lot of the stuff in the Eldrazi. They're just kind of like big and sprawling, and hey, I'm here. No, they're they're certainly enormous. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And there's a lot of good flavor as I'm looking through here. As I'm kind of going through here, uh, I mean, there's lots of really neat cards, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Breaker of Armies. Everything has to block it. You know why? Because it breaks up your army. Oh wow! Wow. Nice. Like, that makes sense, right? Like, break up your army. It's going to go ahead and do that. Like, Desolation Twin. It comes with another uh, one. Yeah, it's a twin. You get two 10-10s for 10 mana. It's nice that it's a cast I, trigger, too. I mean, Endless One. You can cast that for however big you feel like it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just X for a XX. It's, it's Endless. You know? Endless, uh... It's endless. Endless, uh, whatever. Um, My... <laughs> Endless one. It's like it's that endless love. Oh, okay. Endless one. It was like uh, what's that? Tiny dancer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I'm your tiny dancer. I remember watching that video. <laughs> do what you want me to do. I remember watching the video. I was like, what is private dancer? Oh, okay. Yeah, private dancer is tiny dancer is the uh, Elton John one. I always think of private dancer by Tina. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always think of the. Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer, yeah, Tony yeah. Danza. Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. Yep. But yeah, like all these cards, and, and you know, then the size is 7, 5, yeah, like, 10, 8, uh, 2, 10, 10s, 8, 9. 5, 8, like what? 
I really wish they would make a joke, a why was six afraid of seven joke somewhere in one of these cards. Oh, wow. Wow. That would be sick. Because, you know, with the whole Devour theme, I really wanted to see, you know, the whole... For for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, the joke is, you know, uh, why was six afraid of seven? Well, the answer is because seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of wish there was something like Gruesome Slaughter? How cool is this card? Until end of the turn... All your colorless creatures get to beat up other creatures. Yeah, and I think that's something they um, wanted to try I mean, to... And it's, and it's not fight either. It's just it deals damage. Yeah, they just punch. It's, they don't fight. Yeah. They just punch other things in the <laughs> face, man. It just slaughters them. Like, it is, I mean, there's a lot of really... Here's a 7-8. Yeah. A com- I mean, that's a common, too. The 7-mana seven 7-8. Seven, right. Yeah, 7-mana seven 7-8. Seven, okay. Yeah, like, all right, you can gain some life. Sure, whatever. Remember when they used to have six mana six four crawl worms? Yeah. Now they have seven mana seven eights. Good lord. Yeah. Good old. <laughs> or here's a five eight. Like yeah. I feel like I'm looking at time signatures and I find music five oh, yeah. eight seven eight. <laughs> You're just listening to Dream I Theater. Feel, I, well, I gotta feel like yeah, right. I'm gonna be doing you know 20th century music. Like I got a feeling I'm gonna be uh, you know I gotta come up with some tunes to sing in five eight or seven eight. You know if I. Uh, if I come up with, uh... Well, Kozilek's Chandler is easy. That's, the Chandler is easy. That's just a 4-4. Four, four. Right, yeah, 4-4 four, four <laughs> is easy. Simple. Right, right, right. But 7-8. Yeah, good luck. Now we're, ta- now we're talking. I don't know if you... Do you ever play, um... Earthbound for the Super Nintendo? No, I was never a big Super Nintendo person. I My sister had mm-hmm. it, and so I really only got to play it when she wasn't playing it. Oh, okay. So I, I basically played and an own Chrono Trigger... And, like, I think we played, like, Mortal Kombat or one of the fighting games on there, and that was about it. Wow. I don't really have many Super Nintendo games. I mean, I inherited it, and I, but I've just never gone back to play it. But I do still have Chrono Trigger. Nice. Yeah, that game's worth a lot, I think, now. There's, there's um, so, like, like um, Earthbound was the famous one. The Mother 3 came out in Japan, like, 10 years after, in, like, 2005. And you know how, like, in an RPG, you just pretty much mash buttons as, like, all right, attack, you know, it's, like, turn-based, whatever? Right. In this one, you can kind of string together combinations based on, like, time signatures. Like, you hit notes, and it'll do, like, a little combination. But I never bothered, because I just didn't care. But I remember Mm -hmm. one of them had, like, this really weird, like, time signature. I'm going to see if I can find that real quick. It was just, like, this absurd 2916. Oh, yeah, okay. And it's, like, Well, you know, the... The beginning of uh, Silent Lucidity by Queensryche is in 1516. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that? That's how's crazy. That? <laughs> yeah, 1516, buddy. That's nuts. Boom. <laughs> 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 1516. Anyway. Yeah. So as we're going through, like, uh, so anyway, a lot of, a lot of neat stuff here, like, Titan's presence at Uncommon seems absurd. Yeah. Especially when you have other things, you know, at uh, at Common, where it's not going to be that hard to have colorless creatures in your hands. Well, it's, a, it's an Uncommon, but... Right. Yeah. Titan's presence is, but yeah. you have, you know, the fuel to make it go would be... And, like, a bunch know, of this stuff weird stuff with Devoid or whatever. Right, right, right. So, uh, all right, and so all the Devoid stuff counts, too, right? Yeah. But I guess the first real cube card we would come to is... Uh, Ulamog, yeah? The Ceaseless Hunger? Yeah. See, that's a transition. Not like this endless one, <laughs> endless one nonsense. My 
Endless one. There you go. I don't. I don't know if I like endless one. By the way, do you remember Chimeric Mass? Yeah, I remember Chimeric Mass. Isn't that better than, than, than endless one? Well, yeah, because yeah, I mean, I guess those. I mean, I don't know. Dodges wrath and stuff like that. I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know. Ulmog. Ulmog, the ceaseless hunger. Ten mana, ten ten. All the tens. Mm-hmm. When you cast him, I'm assuming it's a him because I've heard. I know Emrakul's a, a she. I think Ulamog's a he. Okay, uh, yeah, I have no idea. When you cast Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, exile two target permanents. Indestructible, and whenever Ulamog attacks, defending player exiles the top 20 cards of his or her library. Yeah, just like, alright. Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah. Sure, and it can also be animated, too. It doesn't have that stupid shuffle clause. Yeah, it certainly can be, so you can kind of pitch it and, and get it back and... Yeah, so if you're the type to play this type of card, then you're certainly playing this one. Yeah. Like, if you like these big swingy creatures, big swingy effects, especially because this one can be reanimated. Granted, you don't get the, the trigger play, but he is indestructible. He does pretty much kill them in two swings, whether they block it or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I like this card. I've been trying it. This since. also exiles the top twenty. It's not like mill them. Yeah, you can't you like can have some reason to get them back. Oh no. Yeah, it's just they gone. They're, they're out of here. Get out. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Good, they good, gone. Good, good game, sir. <laughs> and like ten is you know the limit of what you can reasonably expect to cast, and with a like a ramp deck. Yeah. I mean, granted, I've also you know. I added Eldrazi, the original Eldrazi after actually having, being able to actually hard cast them all in the course of one cube. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, sitting last summer. Oh, yeah. So, but, I don't know. It seems like an easy end to me if you like this kind of thing. I've been trying it since it got spoiled and I've heard of, I've heard some arguments that it might be too good or something. And usually I'm just not a big fan of the too good arguments. And I'd I mean, never really don't. Cost 10. Yeah, a it costs ten. I don't know. Like I've, the time. I think the only times I've really seen it do anything is as to exile something. And I think the opponent had a, a Sores or something like that. Yeah, or some kind of removal spell or some kind. I think, I think like a Azorius Guild Mage to keep it tapped down. It's like all right, well. Yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, but I, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's solid. Way to go, him drawing the Azorius Guild Mage after he exiled people with the ceaseless hunger. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of half watching because it was it was a match that was next to me, and I was like, "Oh, close he does line. look very American, though. He is red, white, and blue." Who? Blue Mog. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got like blue arms uh, and like red chest with like white bone accoutrement. Yeah. No, head. no black or green, unfortunately. Oh. He's very just guy. Yeah, he he's the just guy way to exile exile a bunch of stuff. Right I like or something. It. I don't know. Let's get out of here. But yeah, that card seems sweet. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I, I don't know if I necessarily like any of the other ones for cube play, just because they cost so much. And, like, yeah, I guess they do things. But I, it, it seems like a lot of these abilities, you need a bunch of these cards so that they actually have, excuse me, have actually have, like, interactions with each other. Yeah, like, like where the, you're exiling yeah. things, and then there's another card that, like, bring a card back from exile to kill something, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of these interactions that you need to have to make 
you know, th- that'll work very well within this limited environment or perhaps in the constructed environment. Yeah. But I'm not really feeling for cube without having to add too many of them. Yeah. Like, um, like blight herder. It's like five mana for a four five. And it's like when you cast it, you may put, it's got this huge payoff. Like you put three Eldrazi Scion into play, but you need to bin two exiled things. And it's like, how, what? No. Well, right, and that's because, you're right, you have all these other cards that, you know, when they attack them, they, they exile a card and exile a card and exile a card, and then at some point, you know, you're basically building the... Basically, it's like the episode of the Justice League where they all the nanobots attack, and, like, they eat the things to basically make more nanobots. So, like, you have to eat their cards in order for them to be processed and for you to get more creatures or whatever. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of the way. I like it. So, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Although this Void uh, void Winnower, I have no idea how this card is good, bad, anything. I, yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea how to process this card. It's just I look at it and I go, well, it costs nine mana. Well, it doesn't do anything right away. I guess they cast can't cast spells with even. Yeah. But what if they just... Do anything? No, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a weird Iona. Honestly, it just seems right. like okay. And I I see a word where I'm just like, yeah, Voidwinner. They're like, yay, Path to Exile is odd. Or just like, all right, I'll cast Elspeth and keep this thing busy. Like, Here's some tokens now. Oh, actually, wait, is I'll it odd? Even, sucker. Oh yeah, I'll cast Garrick and keep it busy. So five mana Garrick. You can catch seven mana Garrick too. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep that busy with some Death Touch beasts. It's like chop, all right. chop it down. Chop it down. <laughs> Gain whatever life. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. Uh... What do you all think right. of? Uh, let's go to white cards. Yeah, yeah, white cards. I don't know. Do you, what do you think of Emiria Shepherd? Do you see that one yet? Oh, let me see here. Let me see here. So, all right. So I'll read it aloud here, so that way I can learn what the cards do. So it's a seven mana, four four flying angel. Um, with lots of wings. One, two, three, four, five, six wings. Um, landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may return target non-land permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Okay? If that land is a plains, you may return it to play instead. That non-land permanent to play instead. Yeah. Okay, so effectively eight mana, if you want the effect right away. Yeah. That's got to be a plains. And it's got to be a, I don't know, this seems like it's too much work. Yeah, that's what I kind of figure. It's uh, I'm sure it'd be ridiculous and limited or whatever, but it just seems like a lot of work for a cube. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Feels like would I rather have this or, like, Angel of Serenity? Yeah, like, I think I'd rather have Angel of Serenity. Same, yeah. Yeah. Serenity also bigger. Yeah, I was about to say, it's... And the 4-4 four, four body, I don't know, seems kind of small. For something that much mana? Yeah, I mean, the the ability is insane, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ability is pretty gross. Especially if you have planes available to you or whatever. Like, I can see someone building, like, an EDH deck off of this card, where you have ways to, like, you know, where you're doing things like Exploration or Fast Bond plus, you know, I don't know. Things like to do. Crucible or something with fetch lands. Like fetch land, right. put this thing back in my hand, crack it for a planes, 
put this thing into play kind of. Right, like or like with Winter Orb, right? So oh you, yeah. Like you just have like a land in your graveyard, like a planes in your graveyard, Winter Orb, and like uh, Fast Bond, right? So you just basically get to return all your permanents. Oh, nice. So you, you know you gain two life when you sack your land. You pay an you know you Crucible in play, so you put it back into play for mm-hmm. one an additional one life. Bring another permanent back. Rinse and repeat. Nice. I don't know. It seems too complicated. It seems like too much for Cube, though. Yeah, it's a bit pricey. Uh, what about Expedition Envoy? All right, Expedition Envoy. Hey, look, it's a 2-1 for one. Yep. Human Scout Ally. Oh, my God, it's a lot of creature types. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh, it's just like... Ooh, Philidar Sovereign's back. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's rare now. Yeah, it's regular rare, not the same oh art. Yep. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad I don't have any more that I needed to sell. <laughs> that card was worth a lot for a while. Yep, well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Anyway, sorry. So, yeah, so Savannah Alliance, but it's got a human, which is good. Yeah. Ally and Scout don't count that much in cube yet, but humans certainly have some interactions. I don't know, two power, one drop, we're, sure. Sure, yeah, why not? Why not YOLO? Sure, I mean, I, I don't know, like, I guess you could, if you're out of room to replace them, you could replace, you know, the Elite Vanguard or something. Because sure. Soldier doesn't do much. I don't know. Just just find something else. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like insert. Par- I guess I'll insert minor soapbox. Unless you're cutting one drops from your aggro decks, and don't cut this or don't right. cut another one drop because that's kind of silly. But to, now, okay. So here's the thing: how many one drops are we going to get in the past two years? Yeah, I I, I was honestly course. expecting like a red one too, but spoiler alert, we didn't. And I was like, hmm, yeah. that's weird. There is a lot of white and black one drops these past two years that we've gotten a yeah. lot. And I kind of wonder, like, it seemed like some of the decks they were trying to push for that were things they kind of expected to be parts of decks that didn't work, mm-hmm. like Tormented Hero for, like, Black Heroic, mm-hmm. or, like, Bloodsoak Champion, which, in all honesty, that card is absurd. In which terms card? of just, uh, Bloodsoak Champion? Oh, yeah, yeah, that card's, that card's so awesome. Yeah, but it's, like, in standard, it just did, like, what, a top 16, some standard opens, like, Yeah, okay. like, there's a there's a, a warrior deck that, that it plays okay in. Like, I had a black-red warrior deck. There's a white, there's, like, a, a budget white-black warrior deck that it plays pretty well in. Basically, we had a deck that if the 2-1, if Bloodsoak Champion was good, then the deck was really good in that matchup. If the 2-1 was not good in that matchup, then the deck was just not any good. It was like so not, it was a siege rhino. Focal point, right? Like, uh, I mean, it was just like certain matches that some of it, like if you if your recurring two one was good, then you were then you were good. Yeah. If your recurring two one didn't do enough, then yeah, you were just game over. Right. It's like that's cool. Nope. But yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah I wrote a proxy of it. It says expedition guy. Hi, I'm a cat. Two one. <laughs> it's like, all right, sure. Yeah. I'll eventually make an actual proxy or, you know, purchase an actual one. But, well, whatever. Yeah, sure. So, a Gideon. Have you seen the new Gideon? Yes, this is one of the cards I did see. Okay. Um, and so Gideon is a uh, two white-white for four um, loyalty planeswalker. Only has one side. Uh, plus one until end of turn, he becomes a 5-5 five, five human soldier ally. With Indestructible, that's still a Planeswalker, prevent all damage that would be dealt to him. Uh, those of you who have been playing Magic for any length of period of time at all know it's the typical Gideon ability. Uh, become a dude and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. His zero is put a 2-2 White Knight Ally creature token onto the battlefield. 
And then his minus four is you get an emblem with creatures you control and get plus one, plus one. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, so you can cash it in, essentially. So, yeah, so you can just make it a permanent... Uh, Glorious uh, Anthem. Glorious Anthem. Yeah. That can't be disenchanted or whatever. Okay, so this card's obviously really sweet. What on earth am I cutting for it? I don't know. Probably like a five drop or something. That's probably right. that's what I'm doing. I'm right. cutting like some five drop. Right. Something that's more expensive, I guess. Yeah. Or some, or some three that's just not that impressive, I guess. Like, right. I mean, granted, in general, it's probably better to cut higher in favor of lower. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if there's weak spots, obviously, up. it's like, hey. Sure. But yeah, I mean, this guy's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, I remember um, the first, like, A, um, you know those Star City Games cat tokens, the kitten yeah, ones? Yeah. Like, I never ultimated a Johnny Collar of the, of the Pride, mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's ultimating a Planeswalker is a bit of a pipe dream to expect to happen enough mm-hmm. for it to happen, unless it's, like, a few, like Kiora or Koth or something. But for the most part, it's like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm using these cat tokens as, as Gideon Tutus, because he makes cats. <laughs> He's making cats now. <laughs> so I, I drafted some, like, mono blue... Splashing white for this and some removal. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did a lot of work. Wow. It was like, all right, make his. I, I forget, I was just like on four or something, or five. I was just like, all right, slap this guy down, make a 2 2, make a 2 2, make a 2 2. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, whatever, Garrick or mm-hmm. Xenagos, where it's just like, all right, spam 2 twos. Right. They can't deal with the guy, it's just going to overwhelm them. Or if it doesn't, it's just like a dude rant, or it just makes blockers. Right. Yeah, I, I, I've been quite happy with this guy. Yeah, this guy seems sweet. It is kind of annoying that it... It's kind of weird where, like... It felt like if he got hurt, like, loyalty-wise, it was mm-hmm. a little hard to get it back up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, the board state wouldn't let you just attack with the 5-5. Five five. I mean, it's, it's a it's attacking Juzomjin, whatever. Well, right, and, and the plus one is kind of useless... The turn you play him. Yeah. Well, unless you need loyalty or something. Right, but that's it. But right, but his ability doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. It just says plus one, blank. Yeah. Plus one, allow your opponents to cast a removal spell on him. It's kind of like when you plus two the OG Gideon sometimes. Like when they have nothing on board, it's like, all right, cast Gideon, Jura. Yeah, yeah, come fight me, bro. Come at me, bro. Yeah, come at me, bro. There's, there's hey, where's no one to come at me? It's like, where's the party? But at least you know, then if they cast the haste guy, they'd have to attack him, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I forget how the rules work with that, but yeah. But yeah, I, I do. But this one's just like, hmm. Do I want to plus one him so I can put an emblem out next turn? And you're like, all right, plus one him. They're like, sweet ultimate price. And they're like, God. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Well, it's indestructible, right? Oh, yeah, oh. I guess it's indestructible. So, okay, so sorry, Swords of Plowshares, or uh, you can exile him. Yeah. So you're right, he is indestructible. I just thought he had the prevent all damage thing. Yeah, I guess it has that, too. That That's always so weird. I definitely like it better than the Guild Pact one, which was which was pretty bad. Yeah, the, the Champion of Justice? Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty hideous, but... This one's good. Yeah, I don't know. I dig it. I like this one. It's indestructible and all prevent all damage that will be dealt to him. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Let's make some cat tokens. Here's a 2-2. Here's another cat. And I think later in the game I was just like, all right, 
Time to go on the offense. All right, make an emblem, sure. Then make him right. a 5-5, five, five, sure. Right, like, make him a 5-5 five, five attack. Well, I got a bunch of other guys now. Make an emblem. Yep. All right, make him 5-5 five, five again. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, you, you die. <laughs> it's like, sure. That works. And I guess, do you want to talk about Planeswalkers? Like, it, it seems like that's sometimes a topic. Uh, about... I, I mean, you know, it's... I don't necessarily feel the need to restrict them unless they feel oppressive to you. If they feel oppressive to you and your games, or you're an old-school type person that doesn't like the feel of them, that after all these years still don't like them, kind of like how everyone was in an uproar about double-face cards, and now that they printed double-face cards again, everyone's like, oh, they're the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with, like, there was no... With, like, the Innistrad and double-face cards. Oh, yeah, I remember... A, a good amount of brouhaha about that. Like, oh no. Like, Let's I certainly see. remember feeling weird about having to show one of the cards in your draft pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drafted that was draft. weird. So that was weird, but, the, uh, you know, who cares about the other part of it? Just yeah, cards like, sweet that are double face. Yeah, but, like, yeah, like uh, I don't tend to find, like, Planeswalkers oppressive. Unless it's, like, in control mirrors or something, it's like, alright. Right, and now you can. Surely come across these planeswalker magic decks, right? Where all you do is just play a bunch of planeswalkers and like, yeah, that can that can be frustrating. And and you know, if if that's happening too often, then you know maybe you need to start playing more. Uh, what was the card in Origins? It's like Cataclysm. Oh, tragic arrogance. Tragic arrogance. Maybe you start need to play stuff like that. You know. Yeah. That can get rid of multiples at the same time. Or magma quake. Was that the other one? Oh, the red one. All planeswalkers. Oh yeah. So I guess you can do something like that too, but yeah, uh, you know I don't know if you're having fun with them and you're playing them. I don't know they're good. Play them. They're sweet. Let's say they're. It's what magic is about now, you know. Punch magic people. is about creatures and planeswalkers. I was about to say yeah, they're they're like the marquee, the heroes or whatever. I don't know if I like Gideon better than OG Elspeth. Not that I'm looking to replace one versus sure. the other because I'm just gonna keep you know. Like I ended up cutting I think a Johnny. I still like I, I still like four drop Elspeth better. I Same. think. Yeah, because turns... the thing is, is that you're you're still all the abilities still keep building towards a a close to unbeatable emblem, yeah. even as you're making one ones where Gideon is is just kind of running in place doing that. And she kind of turns the corner very well. It's like here's the one one. And I was right. like, all right, time to go into offense. All right, for you. All right, plus three. Here it comes plus three. Here it comes. Yeah, but I think he's very good. Like, yeah, I have I mean... a feeling he's probably going to be in my cube for a while. Like a a Johnny Collar Pride. Was in for a while, but I felt like my threes were better. You know, just I didn't necessarily have the room for it anymore. Not that it was like, OMG, this card's bad, which is probably something I've talked about before. Is just you know people getting into like this overly reductionist language where it's like this card is good and this card is bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a Johnny Call of the Pride just I didn't necessarily have the room for it anymore. But like Gideon, Gideon seems like he's solid, and I, you know yeah. my experience with him, I've been happy with him. Yeah, he's been good. he's been good. Do you want to talk about Planar Outburst? Remember the song yeah, from Wes Willis, got, Outburst yeah. Alright? I just got a uh, I just got stuck on Core Masticator. What? It's oh. Core Castigator. And all you look at it as soon as I looked at it, I thought it was Core Masticator. Oh like, yeah, you know, like a guy who just chews. I don't know. I wonder, like, as, when I saw the art, I thought it was like a Wayne Reynolds art, just like from the mm-hmm. the framing of it. It seems like a Wayne Reynolds art, and I looked down, I was like, oh. I guess it All isn't right. him, okay. And then uh, I just saw, I see an undo arising. 
<laughs> Which one's that one? Undo Rising. Yeah, I mean, of course. Oh, it's, it's the uh... lifelink thing. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I see trouble on the way. What's well, a four four coming? It's gonna be trouble. I see a four four rising. Is it four four? Yeah, it's got a waking four. Yeah, that's kind of cheap, actually. Yeah, so it's a uh, four four, and uh, I guess it has haste, so I guess it would have life length that turn. I think so. I don't know. That sounds yeah, because the, the land has because says whenever a creature attacks this turn, but then it, it wakes up one of your lands and makes it gives it haste, so it okay. can attack. So I've... basically, it's a uh, a four four lifelink attacker. I was just unsure how the layers worked or something like, does it awaken first and then you get the lifelink or does Well, it just says it? whenever a creature. It doesn't say whenever creatures you control. Oh. It says whenever a creature attacks this turn. Oh, they figured it, it out. Lifelink. They got it. Okay. Nice. So. Quarter. All right, so planar outburst is the wrath, right? Yeah, it's the wrath. So it's five mana, destroy all non-land creatures. Yeah, so uh it also has this awaken mode too for five, six, seven, eight. That's eight mana. Hmm. Yeah, so it's it's not cheap. Yeah, but I kinda dig that too, because then you get to bash with your four four afterwards if you have any lands left over. Yeah. Huh. I like it. Like I'm pro- I'm I, trying I to it, I, I would certainly try it in place of like awkward command or something like that. Yeah, or like route or, or something. Or route. Yeah, I mean Obviously, this doesn't replace any four mana rats, but I mean, don't don't do that. But yeah, no, there's but there's a few five mana ones that you can probably look into. Like there's the the X white white that makes tokens, and if X is more than five. Oh yeah, Marshall Coup. Yeah, Marshall. I mean, I, I like that card too for for its own reasons and in certain cubes. Mm-hmm. But I think this this could be as good as any of those, if not better. Yeah, I think feedback I've gotten from it two has modes. been pretty decent. I like I like having two modes. Yeah, and flexible cards tend to be tend to be quite underrated mm-hmm. because it's kind of hard to for example like something like the you know the the wrath mode is pretty easy to assign a mana cost to for lack of better terms mm-hmm. it's like how much does a wrath cost it costs four right how much does i guess there's not much precedent to the wrath mode mm-hmm. and like there's i guess it's like for lack of better terms it's unsure how much mana it's worth to be able to choose between the two, because there really isn't any way to quantify that cost, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, how much mana are you getting by being able to choose one mer- mode versus the other? How much value are you... And it, it, I have no idea. Like, Burst Lightning, there's really no way to quantify like how much Kicker is really worth. But, it, you know, it's a good card. I don't know, there's my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that was a soapbox. <laughs> but I like this card. Yeah, I mean, it seems neat. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if it's... Yeah, certainly, I don't think better than any of the uh, usual suspects, as it were. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a nice card. What do you think of Quarantine Field? All right, let me take a look here. Quarantine Field. Let me scroll down. All right, so, all right, so Quarantine Field... Uh, XX, White White, Enchantment, Mythic. Oh. Uh, Quarantine Field enters the battlefield with X isolation counters on it. When Quarantine Field enters the battlefield, for each isolation counter on it, exile up to one target non-land permanent and opponent control. <laughs> yeah, and you need four mana. Like, I've seen this before where you need four mana to 
start it, you can't exile something for two mana, so you need four mana to start it, and then it essentially multi-kicks. Right, so four mana for one thing, six mana for two, for a double Oblivion. So it's, uh, okay, let's, uh, so let's take, let's, let's think about it. So for one, it's Oblivion Ring, but it's more expensive. For, at X equals two, it's actually just double Oblivion Ring. Yeah, it's just double rainbow or whatever, yeah. <laughs> at three, you're actually saving mana on a triple Oblivion Ring. Yeah. But now we're talking about what? Eight mana? Yeah. And you know that's I mean obviously you know you don't put an eight mana card in your deck unless you're super ramping, but it's you know, sometimes it's, you're in a deck where you but, flood you know, out. Six, six mana seems fine. Yeah. Like six mana double ring mm-hmm. seems cool. I feel like this card's been really underrated. Like yeah, I've heard like to me. Yeah. Like I've heard not much really positive praise about it. I guess because it was a white mythic. And it just feels weird, like it's an O-ring, it's like, this feels strange, but I've, I remember somebody drafted in, in like, kind of a green-white ramp deck, and granted, I don't know if I like this better than Faith Fetters at four, per se. No, because the four mana, the four life gain, and the single white on Faith Fetters matters a lot. That's why the new one that just came out from Origins won't ever see play. Oh, yeah, Suppression Bonds or whatever. Suppression Bonds just doesn't do enough. But the four life matters a lot. Yeah, sometimes uh, it can swing you. Yeah, I mean, especially against, like, the aggro decks or in the aggro mirrors or whatever it might be, like, you know, mid-range mirrors. Like, being able to pick up a free four life and shut something off, you good. Yeah. This card seems sweet, though. This card seems fun. Yeah, and, and like, you it's... You can't do, like, reanimation shenanigans with it, like yeah. uh, Sun Titan shenanigans. Because while well, it'll put it back into play, it won't do anything. I was about to say, you get it, you put it into play, it's like, and, oh, <laughs> I get nothing. I, I think this card's very good. Like, it's a nice contingency plan, like, you just cast it at four, and then if you get flooded out or the game goes long, it's like, I think that's what happened when I played, I was playing, like, some weird black. Exile two things is fine, too. Like, it might be better than a Wrath, conditionally, because, like, if you can get rid of, like, their two creatures, but you want to keep your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's certainly something you can do for six mana. The week when I, um, the guy drafted in, like, the green-white ramp deck, I, um, like, I was playing some weird, like, blue-black aggressive deck that kind of transitioned into a reanimator. Mm. And I think I was on the aggro plan, and he was, I was like, alright, here's the threat. He was like, O-ring. I'm like, alright, cast another. Feels so like a gnarled Scarhide or something. He's like, here's this. I was like, O-ring. It's like, okay. Cast another thing. He's like, O-ring. It's like, or banishing light. It's like, okay. And then I think I cast, like, Night Veil Spectre, and then some other things, like, Quarantine Field for two. And I was like, come on. I was like, come on. I think I was just laughing about it. I was like, you're killing all my things, man. But I don't know. It's very flexible. And I tend to, you know, like I was saying earlier, sometimes flexibility is hard to to quantify. But mm-hmm. this card seems nice. I like it. Yeah. card seems a lot of fun. Yeah. Stasis Snare, I don't know, like... This is like bad, bad removal. I don't like this. Do you see that card? All right, hold on. Stasis snare. Stasis snare. One white white enchantment flash when it enters the battlefield. Exile target creature and opponent. Okay, so this is Journey to Nowhere, but for an additional white, you get flash. Yeah. That doesn't seem that good. Well, I'm not playing Journey to Nowhere. 
And while the instant speed does certainly add something to it... It's still three mana. That's at the end of the day, um, it's still three mana. Right, like, I don't play two mana Journey to Nowhere. I forget if I am. Let's find out. I'm going to scroll through um, my cube. I, my, modern through. List, my modern cube list has it in there that I've been working on forever, but... Yeah. Because there's just not a lot of better options. I like but, how I said scroll through my cube and I'm literally just leafing through. Okay, so I don't run Journey anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, if I don't like that, I probably don't play this either. So Three mana removal. It's... Eh. Eh, out of ten. All right. So, blue... Is there much else? Because this, this just seems a, the rest nah, of the No, I am going through things. Yeah. There's a part the Water Veil. Did you see that card? Uh, well, I see that they reprinted Anticipate. Oh, yeah. Good thing. We've been waiting a really long time since the last time it was printed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. So, Cloud Mana. What am I looking for? Uh, what's this card? Part the Water Veil? Okay, hold on. I'm kind of looking up Cryptic Cruiser. It's an interesting name for a card. Cryptic Cruiser? Is that an actual name? Yes, Cryptic Cruiser. Oh, wow. I totally missed that one. Wow. <laughs> cruiser. It just seems like a car or something. It's cru- right. It's cruising for... A, it's like Cryptic Command. Yeah. But it costs four mana like Cryptic Command. Drowner of Hope. Kind of like yeah. that. There's Eldrazi Spy- Sky Spawner. Which seems ridiculous. I'm gonna put it right in Popper Cube. Horribly awry. Yeah, and that card, like when I first saw the spoiler for Horribly Awry, I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" And then read that it was creature spell. Right. And I was like, "Oh, what? <laughs> like this worse than remove soul?" Well, you just have the... Well, you know, you just had the one that was, right, four or more, any spell, for that cost. Or for, yeah, the Appetrite for Brains or whatever. No, 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 the blue one from... Uh, oh, Disdainful from Stroke. Disdainful Stroke. Oh, yeah. All right, Incubator Drone, Mist Intruder, Oracle of Dust. Yeah, some of these are just, eh, like, whatever. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the Void things that seem like they are all they all cost too much. Yep. So what am I, what was I looking for again? Part the Water Veil. Vale. Yeah. Okay, so Another mythic. All right, so six mana. Take an extra turn. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, it costs six though, so and you can awaken, so which is cool. It's a six mana time walk. So I'm not playing five mana time walk. Um, but then there's also nine mana time walk, and you get a six six haste. Yeah, which I guess is pretty synerg. You know, it's synergistic it, yeah, when you I get mean, the awaken because you just now you've got a six six to bash with, and yeah, right. If you have an extra land, you just bash them twice with it. Yeah. All damage is usually enough to put people away. Yeah. At that point in the game, usually. I mean, interesting. I, I just the fact that I don't run time warp is kind of a a warning sign. I think I like this better than time warp, but I just don't have room for time warp. But it's a neat card. Yeah. Do you see? I'm prison? also a big fan of how all the uh, take an extra turn cards are like exile them now. Yeah. So you don't just like oh here's this oh, 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 oh. Right, no, stab it back. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually I did have that happen in Cube. Where it was like cast time walk, get E wit, bring back time walk. Play Chris- time walk. I, I think it was like then I think it was either um no, I think I went Crystal Shard or something. Or no, it was Snapcaster. Yeah, Snapcaster Time Walk again. And yeah, he's yeah, he just he did not live. 
See Prisma Ray. Do you, have you followed the Twitter uh, Robo Rosewater? Yes. This seems like a Robo Rosewater card. <laughs> I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, all five colors, Scry three. What? You're like, oh, sure. I, uh, sure. Why not? I I just don't get it. This yeah. Seems very casual friendly. Yeah. It's weird. Scatter to the winds. I think is actually. A card worth spending All right. some mental calories on. So, Scatter to the Winds, one blue-blue, instant, counter-target spell. So, cancel, but for six mana, you get a 3-3. Three, three. It's a Awaken 3. Yeah. It feels like... I like this card. It seems like it does what blue decks want to do. The, the, the wall... The whatever, the... Um, the door on two mana counter magic is pretty much shut at this point. Yeah, we're not getting any more of those. Let's yeah, I mean, horribly awry pretty much tells. <laughs> yeah, disdainful stroke, one of the better ones we've seen in a while. Yeah, and there's that's that's going nowhere near any of my cubes for disdainful stroke. I think I like this card. Like, it yeah, does it's okay. Yeah, like it's, be- it's it's certainly better than like hinder or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I would rather have this card than hinder. I think I would rather... This is probably at the top of my three-mana mono-blue counterspell list. Yeah. Like, uh, I would rather have this than Hinder. I'd rather have this than the one that you could Scry. Yeah. Just because you can, you know, because of having that additional mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It essentially, like, a big thing about encounter magic is just being able to, you know, how much mana you need to hold up, which is... You know, just like every time we saw, at least, you know, in Standard, they printed, like, fair versions of Counterspells. Like the, whatever, like, white, um, what was that? It was, like, Simic Double Color for a Mana Drain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plasm Capture, I think? Plasm Capture. Yeah, but it was just, like, you... Yeah, and it's like, well, you still need to hold up four mana. Right. And, like, that costs you a lot. I mean, the only one... I really like in that family really is Cryptic Command because Cryptic Command is stupid. Dismiss is also fine. Yeah, Dismiss, yeah. But like a lot of the times it's just that cost of needing to hold up the mana. And I think like three mana is fine for that kind of thing. It's not, you know, absurd, but I think it's a good card. Where And, you know, late game if need be, you can always just, you know, counter the spell and then awaken. Also, Ojitai's Command is probably better than you think. Yeah. I thought we were talking about just the monocolor ones, though. But oh yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to think of other four mana counter spells. Yeah, there's Mystic Snake. I don't know. Like I've fallen less in love with Mystic Snake, though. That's pretty sweet, though. Yeah. Because one of those things too, you're like, oh, I can cast this and I'm back in it, and I have another turn. And then like, there's been a, quite a number of times where them casting Mystic Snake actually killed me mm-hmm. oh. because it's like the extra creature on board now means I'm dead. And I was like, oh. Because I'll be like, cast this creature. All right, we're almost at parity. And they're like, no, you can't have that creature, and now I have this creature, too. And you're like, well, get wrecked. It's like, and I'm dead. And we're dead. Hooray. So. I, I have yeah. a feeling it's like okay. it's a solid card, but I just don't think it's absurd. But yeah. I, I have a feeling Wizards has, there was like a thing on Mark Rosewater's blog where they talked about like reigning in counter magic. Did you see that? Uh, Maybe. Let me see if I can find that. It's on, they post on Reddit, and of, of course people got mad because... 
counter so, spells. Uh, while while you're doing that, cards I find interesting too are these uh, champions. So there's the ruination guide, which is the green, the two and a blue thing, two and a blue three two with devoid and ingest that other colorless creatures get an additional power. Then there's also tide drifter, which is the one and a blue o five that other colorless creatures you control get plus one toughness. Oh yeah, that card. Yeah, I can see these cards finding a home in wider artifact usage cubes. Yeah, like I mean, these cards are both insane and are both very good in what's his name cube, right? And Mirror Servitor cube. I assume so. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know, but that sounds right. But like the O five that other other colors creatures, I mean the O five for two that other colors creatures get an additional toughness, like. Yeah, I can see situations where that might be pretty good. Yeah, that's fair. Like, huh? Oh, here's Ugin. I didn't realize Ugin was on a card. Oh, all right. Oh, the the blog post on Murrow's Water said. So someone was asking if he could, they could like diversify counter magic. Like, black gets creature counter spells, blue gets non creature, white gets whatever. Blah 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 blah. And Rogue's Water said, I'm not interested in diversifying mechanics that we already have to rein in because too many of them cause unfun gameplay for the majority of players. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, you know, kind of, you know, puts more credence in that, you know, counter spells probably A, are going to cost three mana, B, are kind of being reined in, which makes sense. Well, it's like land destruction. Yeah. I mean, they just took the early days of Moto, casual room, no LD, no counter spells. <laughs> yeah. But they still creep through, like, you know, like, uh... Like, oh, here, let's print this six mana, blow up a land, but let's give it Storm. And let's make Two-Headed Giant the PTQ format. <laughs> what? Wow. That sounds terrible. Yeah, and you just got the time you get and with Suspense. You get to unsuspend all your things in the same turn, and then basically play two versus one, because you just... You wreck you their lands. One player, you blow up one player, all of one player's lands. That's, um... Wow. Yeah. That's not good. Further pr- further proof that Storm is never a fair mechanic. <laughs> That's what they call the Storm scale, I guess. Like, they ended up six mana Stone Rain with Storm, and it was way too good. Yeah. In the format that mattered at the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so, awkward. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right, let's go to black, What's nice? to black cards. Do you want to talk about Carrier Thrall? Did you see that one? All right, ooh, Bone Splinters reprint. Oh, yeah. That art is so weird. It's like, all right, here's a curved bone which killed this guy. The Bone Splinters killed him, because when he died, the other thing got killed, too. Um, all right. <laughs> Vampire Shaman Ally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. However sure. many keywords you want to put on those things, sure. Yep. What, what am I looking for again? It's the one that's under that one, Carrier Thrall. Carrier Thrall. Yeah. Okay, hold on. There. Carrier Thrall. Not Carrier Thrall, mind you, but Carrier Thrall. That's actually what I thought, too. I was like, is this Thrall? <laughs> like... All right, so it's a vampire. So it's a 2-1 for 1 and a black. When it dies, put a 1-1 one, one colorless Eldrazi Scion. Yeah, it's, it's kind of filler. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, the unfortunate thing is, it's this feels like a Hearthstone card, not a Magic card. <laughs> <It does. laughs> Greetings. 
Like, hey, blow up this two one and you get a one one. Yay. Yeah. I do wonder like so I guess like you know, like a one one sapperling, it's worth about it's worth a mana. That sounds right. Because, you know, we've got pretty pretty close analogs. I don't know what an Eldrazi Scion is worth. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a man and a half? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know, but st- I, I don't know if I'd ever be excited about casting this card. Yeah, it's pretty filler. It's unfortunate that, like, it's not... I can see this in, like, I mean, is this good enough for, like, non-rare cube? Probably. I'd say probably, okay. yeah. Alright. Like, I just can't... You know, like, there's a bunch of two-drops for two... Like, two two mana for two guys that, like, hey, when you untap, you get to draw a card. Yeah. Or, hey, when you do this, you get to draw an extra card. And, like, I don't play any of those anymore. Yeah, it's like, so and you get... me very much. The, the unfortunate thing is, like, it's... While it's alive, it doesn't really do... I mean, it, it's... I'm trying to think of the way to phrase this, but it's, like... It's contingent on it dying for it to be good, to, like, really get a lot of value on it. And it's not... It doesn't really incentivize your opponent to kill it, because it's just okay. Like, it felt like maybe if it had lifelink, I'd probably maybe play it. Well, it's like that... Wasn't there a flip card that did that? That was, like, a white knight went on one side, and when it died, you turned it over, and it became a 2-2 zombie? It was, like, a... Yeah, Loyal Cathar. Uh-huh. It was like double white for a 2-2 Vigilance, and then when you flip it over, it becomes a 2-1 that can't Yeah, block. like when it died, it became a 2-1 zombie, right? Yeah. And this kind of feels like that, too. But mm-hmm. like, eh, uh, eh, uh, uh, out of 10. Yeah. Other card that's not eh uh, out of 10. This was actually, it was actually posted in the MTG Salvation Rumor Mill. Okay. And I was like, it was by like an anonymous source. They were like, hey, so this source got the new Obnixilis. Look at this. Look at Drana. Do you see Drana, by the way? Yeah, we're we're getting there. Okay. I'm looking at Dominator Drone. It reminds me of the old Lissid cards. Yeah. It's on the dude's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on his head, man. It's creepy. I looking. thought it was just like chilling, like, hey, look at this. I got... I got... Look at this fancy helmet I'm wearing. Hey. <laughs> I got this. All right, Drana, Liberator of Malakir. Flying first strike, two, three, for three. Okay. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, but yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's first strike um, too, so like it yeah, hits first. Like, this card seems very good. Yeah, because like, right, it first strike, so then it puts all the counters on the rest of your guys, who are also attacking with it. Yeah, yeah, I like this card. Yeah, it seems nice. I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan. Like, it, I I'm do down. wonder. I like that it has three toughness, so I can get around like. They can't just double block. Well, I guess they can't just double block with lingering souls anyway, because that's first. Strike. Those are first strike. Yeah, but it's nice, you know, to get around that blocks two twos if it has to block. But it's a vampire ally. Yeah, yeah, because vampire. <laughs> I don't know. Vampire ally shaman spawn. I kind of expected her to be a yeah vampire al vampire shaman ally. But they ran out of room. Yeah, ran out of room. Got to be a legendary creature too. Yeah. I like this card. That seems sweet. Yeah, I'm down. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I still like original Drana. I mean, I don't think I play it anymore. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I still like it. It's, it's on the outside looking in, barely. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you stick it and they can't deal with it. Correct. They, um, and they have blockers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not going to be around for long because they're just getting killed. Right, and your guy's getting enormous, too. Yeah, it was, 
It was one of the flaws, like, of that limited format. Well, yeah, there's only, like, what, one, two commons that killed it? Flame Slash and Heat Ray? Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Or just, like, in, the, like, some uncommons is like, well, good luck. <laughs> oh, good lord, Grip of Desolation. Which is that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exile a creature and a land for six mana. Instant. Hey, get your dog, too. Wow. I remember it, what was it, Frenzy Tilling. Yeah. That card was sweet. Yeah. I didn't get to blow up a creature on a land. Granted, you don't get an extra land, but still. Whew. You get them. That card's gonna, that card's gonna be so sweet and limited. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it gets rid of their man lands too that they make when they awaken. Oh. Crap. Oh wow. The double removal spell. Nice. I like that. Huh. Yeah, nice awaken land, huh? Yeah. Nope. You, nice awaken land, idiot. You get out. You get out. Alright, what, well, alright, what else am I looking for here? Is it Obnixilis? Cholester healer. Why is there a vampire cleric ally? Because oh uh, they gotta heal people, man. It's a healer. Austrian <laughs> night watch. I feel like we've had a night watch. Malakir familiar. Is that Okina night watch? Oh, that's what it is. Like, I feel like night watch is something we've seen before. All right, um, no. Ooh, it's a planeswalker. Yeah, he's got. It looks like he has a smiley face. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's happy that he got his spark back. <laughs> I was like, hey. He's like, hey, I got a glowing hand now. What's up? I'm back. So he's a, so he's a five loyalty planeswalker for three black black. Uh, plus one, you draw a card and lose a life. Minus three, destroy a creature. Minus eight, target opponent gets an emblem with whenever a player draws a card, you lose two life. So it's like Oprah, Oprah Vortex. <laughs> Oprah Vortex. And you got a, you got a, I like, the, I don't know, like I've, um. Okay, so. Question is, Obnixilis human or Obnixilis demon? I think I like this one more, but I actually put the the OG one. I guess it's not OG. Yeah, OG would be uh, landfall. Yeah, landfall guy. I actually put Black Oath back in my cube. I was like, you know, let's let's see, let's pit them both against each other. And then I was like, oh yeah, this card's sweet. Makes five fives. Right. <laughs> Why did I take right. it out? <laughs> this card's dumb. Right. It's like, oh, I got a 5-5. Five, five. Oh, I'm going to do something. Oh, look, I got another 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, there we go. I I, I do like, it kind of reminds me of um, Vraska in a way. Okay. But, like, Vraska's plus ability just, just sucked, to be, be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. Attack me. Okay. And then you'll die. Okay, then I, so I, I won't. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. Can I kill you? Yeah, I can. All right. Yeah. I think most of the time when people will just plus Vraska or just ignore it, it's like, alright, plus it's like, alright, I'll attack you anyway. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Yeah, so you have those assassins staring you down? Well, most of the time they would just kill something and then plus. So it's like, okay, you got three more turns to get some value right. out of it or something. I don't know. I, I was never super impressed with Vraska just because it was so slow. And this feels like this is one of the first Planeswalkers where... The plus one ability can't just be used all the time. It actually has a drawback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still good. I think, okay, I'll just I'll just kill something and then just draw cards. And then just wreck you. But I've been pretty happy with it. I forget if somebody had it recently in some drafts. But it's nice that it actually does something pretty tangible. Like, it destroys a creature and then draws cards. Or they don't have a creature. You just draw cards and then you can Ooh. Oprah emblem them. I just had a song come to mind. What, what was the song? You want to hear it? 
Yes. Reignited and it feels so good. <laughs> Are you familiar with the song Reunited? No, no. Oh no, how do you not know that song? I have no idea. Oh my god, sending you a link right now. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. How do you not know Reunited? <laughs> Reunited. Who did that song? I believe it's Peaches and Herb is the name of the... Yeah, here it is. Why well, haven't I ever heard of Peaches and Herb? <laughs> as soon as you hear the song, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, I know the song. Peaches and Herb. What's <laughs> this? I, 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 I cannot think of this. At all. Can you hear this? No. All right. Let me see if I can find. All right. So I'm going to send you the link, and you're going to fast forward to about a minute into it. Okay. And that'll get you where the chorus is, I believe. Nice. All right. I'll mute the stream. I'll mute the audio. Or should I mute it? I don't know. It depends if you can hear it. I mean, I wish you could play it through. It would be sweet. It'll sound probably like garbage or something. All right, what's this? Peaches and Herb. What is this? Uh, I was about to say, like, that didn't sound like set from the 70s. <laughs> All right, so it's playing. Where am I fast forward? About one minute in. One minute About in. one minute in. Okay. Oh. Here it comes. So good. Yeah, I've never heard the song before. What? I know, I've never heard it. Oh. And they use it on TV commercials and stuff a bunch, too. Wow. I honestly never heard this. It's pretty uh, good. I like it. All right. But, but now, picture reignited <laughs> and it feels so good. That's why he's got the happy face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. Good I like it. Good job. This is, this is why it's good to get fresh Anthony. Seeing cards the first time, so I come up with you. <laughs> Reignited. Oh, I'm definitely singing that every single time I cast that That's guy. Beautiful. I'm, I might even say something on Twitter about that. Nice. Maybe I'll say it for the podcast breaks it. That's awesome. Man, that's, that's funny. Anyway, what's the next black card I'm looking uh, for? The, the Hero's Downfall, Ruinous Path. I'm assuming you've seen that oh, yeah. one. Yeah, that card's, that card's great. When, there's a hidden mode on it where you can, which I think I've seen happen, where. You kill their blocker, and then you awaken, yeah, and then you the awaken land. your guy, and then attack their planeswalker. Yeah, and then kill the planeswalker. It's like, all right, sweet. It's like a, I don't know, like a cruel tomatum or something. But yeah, that. So silent skimmer looks like the things from the Matrix. Oh yeah, I can see that. You know the things that like swim around and like send up EMPs or whatever. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It makes me think of like whenever it attacks, defending player loses two life. Do you remember that card, uh, Lord of Tressorhorn? Yeah, I remember Lord of Tressorhorn. I started playing during Alliances. That's what this reminds me of. Just like, well, except for Lord of Tressorhorn was like a seven four or something absurd. I think it was either a seven four or a six six. Something. I mean, it was like, whenever it 
dealt combat. But whenever it dealt combat damage, it's like you, you cancel out combat damage and they lost. Yeah, it's like ah, like eh. <laughs> Let's see, ten four. What? <laughs> By the way, skitter skin. There's no way I'm not accidentally cursing when I say that. Oh name. yeah. Oh yeah. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. We generate skitter skin. Skitter. Yeah. I had to make sure to enunciate it. Enunciate. We think of this smothering abomination card. Smothering abomination. All right. Let's take a look. So, two black black for a 4-3 Devoid. Flying. Oh. At the beginning of your upgrade, sacrifice a creature. Okay, sounds very demon-like. Whenever you sacrifice a creature, draw a card. Huh. I just don't know if it's worth the payoff. Although I do like that whenever you sacrifice a creature, you draw a card. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And right, yeah, that, that is cool. I, I don't... <sighs> as stupid as this sounds, I wish it were a 4-4 four, four. Because of like four, three, four, even for like bolt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Every, every every red spell possible. Oh yeah. We we're like, all right, I'm gonna sacrifice this creature. They're like, all right, sacrifice this one too because it's dead. Oh. Oh. Just, like, get yeah, wreck. Jeez, that's awful. Wow. Like yeah, draw your card. Congrats. I guess if you bolt it in response to the trigger, they don't draw a card, right? Uh, Does it have to be alive? Uh, for it to happen. Uh, uh, Right, but you can just... Oh, yeah, because it's not mandatory. It's not like sack him instead. Yeah, yeah, like the, like you have like a... You have to sacrifice a creature, but then it says when you sacrifice a creature, draw... Hmm, good question. I'm going to say... I, I would imagine that good guy would have to be in play for you to draw the card, but once the trigger is on the... Once you've already... S- okay, so I guess you can put the trigger on the stack of sacrifice a creature. Yeah, like you, you they like go, all right, sacrificing bolt, a creature, right, and, and it's like, all right, bolt this bolt guy. Him. Yeah, and then they don't draw the card either, right? Yeah. No, you would not draw the card, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, that's all kinds of daggers. Yeah, that's that, that's that's shaking my head out of I, time. I just like I, I like like the desic, desolation desecration demon and stuff like that better than this guy. Yeah, but they're at least those things are six sixes. But they're huge. <laughs> they're six right. sixes. This guy's a so, four three. Yeah. Next. Uh, what do you think? A vampiric rights is a card I want to like, but it, it costs two mana to activate, so no. Yeah, no. Yeah, Zulaport Cutthroat. So when I first read this, I thought this was like strictly better blood artist, but it only triggers on your creatures. Oh, another creature you control, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like blood artist was like, all right, I'm gonna kill your guy, drain. His sword looks like like a, a vegetable peeler or something, though. It does. What if he? Uh, what if he's a piss driller? Ooh. He'll get some. He like uses lemons. He's like, all right, I'm cutting this really huge Eldrazi lemon. <laughs> Well, I've been putting lemon in like everything lately. What if he? What if it? What if he cut onions to make them all cry? Oh, that's why they lose. That's why they lose life because they're crying. And he's like happy. He's like, yeah, look at that. Made you cry. <laughs> Small victories. Nice. Okay, so by the way, Wasteland Strangler is absurd. Oh, the uh, oh yeah, the the skin render for the set. Yeah, yeah, like. In limited, that seems dumb. Right. Like, this card is just completely absurd. It's just like, okay, you can have your exile card back, kill something, 3-2 for 3. Yeah, just like, no, that's cool. I just don't care. Like, that's that's the kind of stuff, though, that, like, that card's really good because of the format, because there's lots of exiling that's going on. Yeah. And then you can do something like that to where that's kind of already naturally set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, 
square and cube. That's just not something that's going to happen very often. We think a painful truth, by the way, the the weird con- converged sign and blood kind of card. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't even put it in the list, but I just kind of thought it would be maybe two and a black sorcery. You draw X cards and you lose X life, where X is the number of yeah, nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's good. kind of cool that you can customize the mode, but whatever. Sure. Yeah, shrug. Yeah. Shrug out of ten. All right, so we're in red, and I actually very much like this card. Apparently, nobody else does, but I don't. I don't okay. really care. Which uh, card? Akum Firebird. All right, so Akum Firebird is two red, red for a three-three flying haste attacks every turn. Landfall. Whenever it enters the battlefield, whenever you get land, you may pay six if you do return it from the graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's you know obviously no Hellrider, but I mean, I've right, been like, trying. It's it, it's a card I've actually been testing the most, just because I've heard okay. like so much negative about it. And I'm just like, all right, time to try this card out. And I've just been I've been quite happy about it. Okay. Just because yeah, it's just on base mode A, it attacks for three, and then she gets to the late game, and they you know needs to if they don't. If they're reliant on Wraths, then it just comes back for six. And, right. and, like, second main, you can always, you know, like, if you don't want to attack, like, you just do it during your second oh, right. main phase and just don't be dumb. And it's like, all right, well, I'll do it during my second main phase as a, as a blocker. Like, sure. Sure. I, I've been liking this card. I, I don't know where I would rank it in the grand scheme of red fours, because there's a lot and they're they're good. Right, and I, you know, and there are, like, I like, you know, I, I really like Chandra's Phoenix, you know, as yeah. the, this type of card. I actually brought that back, Chandra's Phoenix. I've I've liked Chandra's Phoenix for quite a while. Yeah. It just has, like, lots of incidental, oh, we get it back again. Like, yeah. And even, still, like, worst case, it's just like, all right, I'm just going to keep attacking for three, or attacking for two. It's like, all right, because yep, yeah. that's what I want to do anyway. <laughs> right. And, like, every once in a while, when we when we get action to the face. Yeah. We bring it back again. It's like, how do I want to bring this guy back? I guess I'll bolt you. All right, get it back. Right. Whee! weren't you yeah, weren't you so playing I... that like red white burn deck too in standard for a bit? I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that wasn't that part of it or yeah? It was of course. that's what I thought. Yeah. 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 yeah, like yeah. But I like this card. It's I honestly like I said I have no idea where I'm going to rank it, but that doesn't mean that necessarily the card's bad. Yeah, the red fours are super tight. Obviously. Yeah. We got mom and pop. And flame tongue. Yeah. Good old flame tongue. Cards. Yeah, like Hell, like Hell Rider might be the best like four drop ever. Yeah, didn't even do anything in standard, but I guess red deck was very little. Yeah. I mean, it did a little bit, but that cards were. Really I felt like red decks really weren't much of a thing. Like red aggressive decks weren't really much of a thing during like Scars and Innistrad. Yeah, well, they were a little bit during uh, like uh, when Zendikar was around the first time because you had like. Uh, plated GOP and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Paul Ryder didn't do very much. Yeah. He's, of course, anyway. absurd in Cube, though. Yeah. One card I really want to like, but I don't think is good, unfortunately. It feels like we see these kinds of cards every once in a while. Akum Stone Waker. Did you see that card? All right, so 2-1 for 2. So Goblin Piker, Human Shaman. But Landfall, you can pay two and a red if you do get a three one with trample and you exile. I have to exile. It. Yeah. Well, if you could keep it, that would be that would be pretty gross. Well, that's like what's it? You can keep the ones from uh, four drop, dude. Oh, Rakamar. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't have trample. I don't know if that matters though. 
Yeah, drug. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like it's it's kind of like with a whatever carrier thrall where it's just like if you're not ahead. It seems that like when you're at parity it's just kind of okay. And uh, barrage tyrant seems like it might be absurd and limited. Oh, that card's going to be real dumb and limited. Good board. All right, so I'm going to throw anything at you. Right. Your creatures. It's like, all right, here's another one. Oh, Dragon Master Outcast. There it is. Yeah, reprint. And then bring it back in Modern Masters, but there it is. Yep. Because, like, Sentinel's interesting. It's like a two-mana one-four in red. Like, what? Okay. What are you trying to call it? A spell that gets bigger. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you see uh, McKinney Slide Runner? McKinney Slide Runner. 2 1 for 2, trample. Whenever I land, it gets plus 1 plus 1. So it's kind of like okay, the so GOP or whatever. Trample for, yeah, 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 a little bit. And trample's okay. If you have multiple lands, enter for some reason. Yeah, I mean, that might be okay. Yeah. I feel like with, like, GOP and cards like that, like, most like GOP dot classes it or whatever. Yeah. But. It feels like with those landfall cards, most of the time it just usually I would just landfall it once. And like mm-hmm. if you get the magical Christmas land with a Fet clan, that's cool. But most of the time, like right. pretty much whenever I would attack with like a Step Links, it would be attacking as a two three, and that's fine. I was like, okay, sure, attack for two or GOP. It's like, all right, attack for three. Mm-hmm. Because it would you know essentially landfall whenever it mattered in the early stages of the game. And by the time it would kind of run out of gas, it's like, all right, well, I guess it can block, but it didn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It seems like it seems like it feels better than it looks, but I don't know. We've been getting a whole lot of these two mana. Well, the two mana three power guys. We've been getting so many of them. I don't think you need it. I don't think you need a conditional three power one. Yeah. And I don't know how relevant trample is on a creature of that size. So yeah. I guess with pants. Sure. But, like, eh, all right. Pants. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten so many lately. Like, Borderland, whatever. And, like, whatever, Abbott. Right. Abbott of Carol Keep. Which is very good, by the way. Yeah. I think mean, people t- tend to overrate it in Cube just because Borderland of... Borderland Marauder is pretty good. Yeah. Well, because it's not really a two-drop, really. Yeah. But it's certainly very good later on. And then there are, you can definitely put together turns where it's just unreasonable. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to do this in YOLO. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I, I actually recently added Outpost Siege to my cube. How have you liked that so far? Uh, um, haven't seen it yet. Okay. But I certainly do like the heck out of it in Constructed. Yeah. So, and that's kind of what Red does now, is the whole Elkin bottle thing. Oh, yeah. The YOLO draw. So, so you know. Uh, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. You know, when I get a chance to actually see it and play. But it is interesting yeah. how like Outpost Siege has made a lot bigger impact in Standard than Chandra. Yeah, like Chandra's seen some play too, but you know, Outpost Siege easier to cast. Yeah, and I guess there's a there's a mode B, which right when it works. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Chandra is pretty awesome. Yeah, Chandra's nice. What else is there in this set? Uh, Radiant, Radiant Flames, Flames, the the weird wrath, make your own wrath, but eh, it's awkward. So whenever I see these spend all these colors of mana, I really just want to be able to use like City of Ass and untap it, ah. and then make it a different color and find some way to actually use to like cast this for four colors of mana instead of three. Wow, wow, 
Yeah, because this is for each color. It doesn't say it has to be a whole mana. Right. Wow. It's just like the, the uh, what's his name cards, you know, uh, the uh, Sunburst cards. Wow. But you can squeeze an extra, you can squeeze an extra color in on them. If you have, like, Garrick or some way to untap your lands or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just little, little, little dreams like that. So, you know, you can uh, put, you know, a bunch of counter, you can, you can Ancestral Recall off of your Artifact Eye and still have a 1-1. One, one. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Let's see. Retreat to Valakut. Oh, that's right. Valakut's on this plane. Forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah. There's a whole cycle of these retreats. With, like, weird abilities when they come into play. And this one apparently references both of the the, the spell lands. Like, one's Teetering Peaks, one's Smoldering Spires. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's cool. But I don't know if any of the other colors do the same thing. But, I mean, that's cool, though, that they do that. At least with well, let's the, see. Let's look at the blue one. The blue one, I think, was like... T- there's a combo deck with that and Knight of the Reliquary that people are brewing. Oh, is that when the Reliquary went up in price? Yeah. Hold on, let me try to see if I can find what the answer power. Here it is. Is that Retreat to Coral Helm? Yeah. So, yeah, Scry 1, right? So that's 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 right. Scry 1 is uh, is uh, Halimar Depths. Well, that one you rearrange the top three. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, so, okay, so it's just an homage to it, I guess? I guess, yeah. And I tap or untap target creature. Okay, so you can just basically untap your... Your Knight of the Reliquary. Knight of the Reliquary yeah. to activate again. Yeah, so you just make it really huge, and then you either get a Rogue's Passage, and then kill him that way. Seems awfully convoluted. Yeah. Or just, or like, you, like, if they have a removal spell, you get, like, Sejiri Step or something, okay. and then just untap it or something. But I forget what the what the rest of the deck is, if it's played in, like, some kind of mid-range shell or, like, zoo or something. But, yeah, people are brewing with that in Modern. I don't know if it's good, but I don't know if that stops people anyway. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Beast right. Caller Savant, did you see that one? Beast Caller Savant. Uh, two mana, one, one. Elf Shaman Ally Hate. <laughs> All the tribes. Uh, add one mana of any color, spend it only to cast a creature spell. Yep. Eh. So our creature, you know, our um, one mana for one one overlords are another door that's closing. Yep. So yeah. we have this guy. Not, not, not a fan. Hey, look, at least there's a uh, strict upgrade to uh, Tuckatunk Valid. Yep. And by strict upgrade, I mean it's only in non-Thalid tribal decks. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Those Thalids, man. Blister Pod. Brood. Blister Pod sounds gross. It does, yeah. It sounds like something from, like, New Phyrexia or something. Brood Monitor, eh, whatever. I've heard, like, people thinking that could be good is, like, but it's, I don't know, it just feels so low impact. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. What's the other card? From Beyond. Do you see that one? Like, the, the awkward... Alright, so four mana enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one colorless Eldrazi Scion token, okay? One and a green, sacrifice it, search for an Eldrazi card. Oh. Huh. Yeah, so it's probably... it's a. I guess if it sees any play, it's going to see it's playing constructed, I guess, as part of a toolbox. Right. And cube, like... Yeah. Yeah. Nice for Eldrazi, I guess. However, I think this card is excellent. Oh, Green Warden. Oh, yeah. yeah that card's buddy. great. That card looks sweet. So we were... Because, you know, 
I, we've talked about green sixes before. There, you know, we have one. Yeah, prime really Titan. One. Yeah. And then the rest of them are all kind of. Eh. Although I've liked Bellower. Bellower's nice. Who? The woodland Bellower. Oh, oh, oh! I haven't had a chance to play with Bellower yet. It's nice. Most of the time, it feels like when people drafted it, they just happen to have an Ewit anyway. Oh. I was like, all right, sure. I mean, I forget how it happened because you know I'm obviously not watching their draft when they're doing it. But you know, most of the time it just it gets a toolbox. It's a six five. So has anyone gotten a flicker wisp to then get something else? Well, it's only tutors green creatures. Oh, only green creatures, man. Yeah. Man. Like Travis Drew is brewing some deck with like this thing, like Bellower and what's that? Painter servant. Oh, so right. So just get Phantasmal uh-huh. Images, and then just... I just get Phantasmal Images, right. And then get, uh, what's it, Hellraiser Goblin? Right, think of everything. Hey, yeah, and then you just attack with a bunch of big, big dudes. Yeah, Green Warden's sweet. I don't really know how much there is to say about this card other than, like, play it. All the value. I mean, it's a giant Eternal Witness, and then when it dies, you can Eternal Witness again, unless you have an Eternal Witness to get your Eternal Witness. Yo, dog. Because, yo, dog, <laughs> I heard you like Eternal Witnesses. The guy in the green-white deck played that, and I was like... Oh. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> I don't want to kill this thing. <laughs> right. I do, I do like, um, do you ever play Deadwood Tree Folk? Not, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I remember Deadwood Tree Folk. It kind of feels like this is, I, I, for so long I wanted that to be good, or even just like Gravedigger effects to be good. And this is just, I mean, essentially like Den Protector. Yeah, Den Protector sweet. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been very happy with it in Cube. Yeah, it's a, I think this is just another nice, nice card. Should you think about else? Scythe Leopard? You want to talk about that guy? That cat? Who? Scythe Leopard. Oh, let me see. Is it like Scythe Tiger? It's a nod to it, but it's like, essentially, it's a one green for a 1-1 one, one landfall plus one oh, plus one. Dude, he looks scary. Yeah. Why are his eyes glowing? Because uh, it knows you have food. Oh, okay. Or, or sees laser. Oh, maybe someone's shining a flashlight on him. To, ooh, it's a flash from the camera they used to take that picture of him jumping at them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, all right, so it's a 1-1 one, one for 1. Whenever he gets plus 1 plus 1. Oh, yeah. eh. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's like can, a, another... It's, uh, it's all right. Uh, I remember we... Sure, t- I mean, I'm, you expect to attack, you expect it to attack for 2 for at least uh, 2 to 3 more turns. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I've I've kind of stopped doing the one mana attacking guys in green mostly. Yeah, it feels like for the most part I've just like I think we talked about it before when we did the green episode about like the wingman aggressive cards. For yeah, green. yeah. Like kind of like with with blue. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's what I've been doing with green as well, just like putting the the wingman. Like curse of predation is is probably. The I think I said that before is just the best anthem I think of all time. Because you ever played against that in cube or with it? Uh yes. That's uh that's real good. It uh it uh it adds up quickly. Oh look, Sylvan's crying. Oh yeah, with I don't know what the I, I like that art better than the other one. Like everything looks desolate, and then there's this waterfall, which looks nice. We think of Woodland Wanderer. Do you want to talk about that guy? Wouldn't wander, wouldn't wander. Kind of looking through uh, unnatural aggression. Woodland wanderer, four mana, giant tree guy holding a hedron. Hedron. So four, three and a green for a two-two. Vigilance trample. Not impressed yet. 
converge with the one they're enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter for each color of mana. So, so it's at least a three three if you for some uh, reason pay quad green or three in a colorless. Right. Yeah. So mono green it's a three three for four. Two colors, it's a four four for four. Vigilance trample. If you happen to squeeze a third color and it's a five five for for four. Yeah. God forbid you get four colors. Yeah, then gee, you get you get a, de- a desecration okay. demon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I like this guy. I, I mean, I like him, but uh, a lot of times when I'm playing like green ramp decks. Right, I feel like typical case scenario is that he's going to be a four 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 four. Probably five. I don't know. Like a lot of times when I'm playing these green decks, I get like signets or mana acceleration that just happens to tap. Blah. Like can tap for other mana, like Furrow Ground or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't put, like, a... Like, if I was a green-white deck, I wouldn't put a red just for that, because that's... Right. That's kind of bad. But not kind of. That's, that's actually quite bad. <laughs> but I, I've been, you know... But, I mean, it might encourage uh, some more uh, stretching of the deck building, right? It's like, okay, well, we can do this, and then we can add this card, because we also have the payoff here, in addition to payoff here. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing that, those kinds of things, or... I think it just gets stuff like Lotus Cobra. It's like, I'll... T- like, oh yeah, Lotus Cobra in this guy. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, sometimes when you just landfall, it's like, use it for colorless, and it's like, I'll get red lol, and it, you know, is in your just Celestia oh, yeah. or something, and it's like, all right, I'll cast. Imagine turn turn two Lotus Cobra, turn three this guy for six six. Oh, because you're like turn two Lotus Cobra, and you're like turn three fetch land, get a blue, crack it, get whatever the other color is. And then tap two colors that you have. Oh yeah. Six or four. Nice. Hunter. And vigilance is actually vigilance and trample. I guess I think are yeah. Six six vigilance trample would be very good. But I can see obviously the uh, uh, Otis Cobra scenario is is you know certainly the max you know best case scenario. But yeah, even like a four four is solid with those base stats. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not super excited by it, but I, I could be convinced. What do you think of Undergrowth Champion, the weird phantom? Undergrowth Champion. Oh, this card is sweet. So basically everything becomes like Phantom Centaur or whatever? Just him, just for him, but yeah. Isn't there, an, isn't there an enchantment that gives everything like Phantom Centaur thing, or is it just it's just this guy? I I have no idea. Okay. I th- All right, so he just gets bigger for each land, yeah. and then he gets to move the counters as he goes through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that guy seems sweet, but, eh. Yeah. Doesn't seem that exciting, but it's a neat card. Yeah. Like, is he worded exactly the same or not? Let's find out. Yeah, he's not. Because it says while it has a plus one, plus one counter on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise it would just be like, do I want this? Phantom Centaur, you can just put pants on it. Yeah. And it just doesn't take damage. Yeah, that was always the best. It was like, put a sword on it. It's like, okay. <laughs> right, some non-pro black sword. And you're like, protection from three colors, can't die to damage. Sword of War and uh, Peace. Right. Pro Mardu. From, right, pro Mardu, get wrecked. <laughs> Do you want to block this? Oh, you mean with your face. Okay. Yeah, take five. Right, if it if it's already lost all its counters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Shrug. 
What do you think of brutal expulsion? Not not brutal explosion, mind you. That's what I thought it was, and I was like, brutal expulsion. Yeah, like school. <laughs> All right, let's see. So two blue red instant. Choose one or both. Okay, so we have the same mana cost as Jill, right? Yeah, and for apt. Okay. For apt with the card uh, Return target spell or creature to its owner's hand. Ooh, return target spell. Yeah, like a uh, Venser. And then deals two damage. Oh my god, it is Jilt. Yeah, it pretty much is Jilt, yeah. It's Jilt with additional text. Yep. But you can't, but only one mode. Yeah, well. You can't pay it just one blue. Yeah. But you get to do two damage to a creature or a planeswalker. Yeah. That permanent will be put. Ooh. <laughs> and that's like. This card's really cool. Yeah. Like I, remember, I don't know if it's good enough, but this card's really cool. Is it was in a weird place where, before the planeswalkers, it just had just a bunch of value things. Right, right, right. And this would have fit perfectly into that. Yeah. Now we have Dak Faden and Rawls Eric. Yeah, and then I guess there's still a bunch of, like I'm only running three multicolor cards, and it's pretty much Dak, Rawls Eric, and then just whatever I feel like at the moment. Right. Electrolyze or yeah, Karanos or Karanos, Prophetic Bolt. Yeah, uh, is it Charm? Is it Charm? Right, there's a bunch of bunch of cards that do such things. Yeah, I don't know. This card seems cool. Yeah, I don't know how I'd compare it to those two to, to like that kind of non Planeswalker tier of these. But cards. I do like the return target spell, making it a counter spell effectively. I do like that. That's like one of my favorite modes on Venser. It's just like bounce okay. your thing. Like unfortunately you can't pull the bounce target land. Like right. I like you know, tend to like doing with Venser. But bounce target spells nice. Yeah, spell or creature. Yeah. That's kinda of sweet. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. I don't I I might try this one out. This one seems neat. I feel like I'm gonna I feel like yeah, I'm probably just gonna try it out for a bit. Like a, in place of wild card is it card? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't seem, doesn't seem bad at all. Like, yeah, seems nifty. I forgot Catacomb Sifter. Did I put that on there? I did not. Catacomb Sliver. No, that art is weird. That's another. I thought this was Raymond. So many hands. Yeah, so many, lots of hands. So I, I don't. Know, I think this is interesting. So it's one, a black and a green. Oh, actually, why am I reading this? Have you seen this card before? All right, so one black green for a 2-3 Devoid. When it enters the battlefield, you get a spawn, or a scion, rather. And then whenever another creature you control dies, scry one. Huh. Yeah, so it's a lot of value. Yeah. This is very value-based for a value-based pair of colors. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a 5-5 for 4 that you get to scry when... Things die, and I haven't even considered playing that. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, the 4-5 for a 4, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, like something of the Theros. Reaper or something. Reaper of the Wilds. Yeah. And I haven't even considered playing that card, so I feel like I'm not going to be playing this one either. Granted, 3 versus 4 is, is different. Oh, that All has the a... All black-green cards tend to be bigger. That has Clash Pack art. I didn't even see that. Wow. It was in duels, Vraska versus whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, wow, that had some abilities. I forgot that it had Death uh-huh. Touch and Hexproof. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> card, like I said, and I never considered that card, so I feel like if I'm not going to consider that card, which certainly has an extra one mana of value on it over this one, Yeah. I'm just probably not going to do this one either. Poor four mana, four five. 
Never another know. creature. Yeah, well, that's a lot of value. Yeah. Kind of crazy, and that's like Ernam Jin stats. Right. Poor Ernam Jin. It's rolling over in its grave. It didn't, <laughs> it had no grave. Like, could you see that printed as an uncommon, and would you play it in most limited decks? I would assume so. Which card? Ernam Jin. Yeah, I would. Yeah, same. Because it's big. You know it wouldn't do anything in constructed, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. There's Duststalker, which... Yeah, that's what I'm looking at now. Which feels like it should have Trample, but it doesn't. 5-3 haste for 4. Beginning of each end step, if you control no other colorless creatures, return to your hand. Hmm. It feels like they should have Trample. Yeah, might be too good with Trample. Maybe, yeah. But, eh. Eh, eh, out of ten. You see Fathom Feeder? See that one? Now, see, now this card I think is kind of neat. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of value. I still, like, I still don't like it as much as I like Baleful Strix. No, Baleful Strix is real good. Draw a card to each opponent. Yeah, like having this in the late game, just having a non-tapping draw card ability. Yeah, like what's that? Pretty Azure good. Mage almost. Like... But it feels like this do- does what like a blue-black control deck would want to do anyway. Right, like early in the game, kill something in combat. Late in the game, can draw you cards. Yeah. And it's like, and you can mill them, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's a way too slow a mill, but well, yeah. still. It's gravy, essentially, like in a late-game mirror. It's just, I mean, it could just say draw a card, and that'd be fine. That's pretty much, yeah. Pretty much what it is. The, the name Forerunner of Slaughter makes me laugh. <laughs> Imagine, like, SUV. Or runner of slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> like something it's like a bunch of like razor blades on the front. Yeah, of it. it makes you think of like Tarantino or like something. Like a Toyota Forerunner, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Grindhouse yeah, like movie. Grindhouse, yeah. <laughs> death proof, yeah, death proof. Or whatever. What was the second? Was death proof and uh, was death proof the one with the car? Uh, I think so. Get to Google. <laughs> Death Proof was, yeah, with the one with the car. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Planet Terror was the other one. Planet Terror, that was the first one. With the girl with the machine gun line. Yeah, and then whatever... The, uh... Death Proof was the one with the... That came out in 2007, wow. Eight years ago. That's crazy. Man. Alright, any other of these uh, multicolor uh, cards? The, the Omnath feels a little too expensive. Cure, I think Cure is the main one. I think the, the other right. one probably want to spend some calories on. Alright, Kiora, Master of the Depths. So, four loyalty for a two blue-green... Plus one, untap up to one target creature and up to one target land. Ooh, okay. Uh, minus two, reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put a creature card and or a land card from among them into your hand. Put the rest in your graveyard. Okay. Yeah. Minus eight, you get an emblem with... Here we go. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield in your control, you may have it fight target creature. Can you put three <laughs> blue octopus tokens onto the battlefield? It's like, sure. What? Yeah, so you get an emblem that makes you the fight master, and then you get a bunch of octopus. <laughs> what is going on? 
I don't know. Yeah, I... Sure. You get... I mean, because it doesn't want you to fight with the octopus, obviously, but... Yeah. Whenever a creature... <laughs> you may have it fight target creature. And then you put him in, then, hey, you get some octopus. Yeah, we. Yeah, this... I don't know, this card seems sweet. Yeah. Untapping the creature and the land is real nice. To, yeah. Also, just like getting to minus two it twice and maybe draw some cards, that's sweet too. Yeah. So. And most of the time when I tried it, it was like draw two. I was like, alright. Sure. Mm-hmm. So this March from the Tomb card is going to be super sweet and limited. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like attrition battle and it's like, and here's all the things. Right, and like, and they're all back. Like, thanks, thanks for playing. And let's get all these triggers, too. Oh, oh wow, yeah. <laughs> That's my triggers. I don't know if any of them, I'm right, I don't know if any of them do anything. You know, it used to just be that you used to get mostly plus one, plus one counters, or... Some give, like, lifelink uh, or something, and... Right, or, you know, the, there's the milling one, too. Oh, yeah. That one was sweet. Crab? Oh, the, no. Well, no, there was the ally. It was a milling ally. Oh, yeah, it was, like, ally. two mana, one, three, no, or something? Three. Yeah, I remember that, that guy. card was... Whew, you can just crush some people. There's also the one that you got the game life. Oh, yeah. The Priester or whatever it was. That sounds right. Yeah, you just play a bunch of... When uh, Wildbreak came out, you just played a bunch of those. You just draft blue-white allies, and you just get a bunch of the mill guys and a bunch of the things. And oh, wow. Get a bunch of life, and a whole bunch of cards, and they did. Nice. <laughs> I like it. What do you think of this weird uh, blue-white thing that awakens your lands? Yeah, I'm looking at that. It's a, well, I don't know. Royal Shaper. So it's a 4 4 4 5, 3 blue white. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, you may basically awaken a land and make it a 3 3. This looks like Tolerand or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's Sire of Stagnation, which is like fixed consecrated Sphinx. Yeah, okay, so this card is kind of absurd. Not gonna lie. And just limited or, or cube or. I mean, just a, a, as a card. I mean, it's a five seven for six, which is fine. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your opponent's control, they mill two and you draw two. Yeah, so essentially a uh, draw like, two and then. If, if they want to be able to catch up to you at all, you're just drawing infinite cards. Yeah. Like. This card's pretty absurd. Yeah. I think. Like, I could see playing this in Cube. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about the value, good board. It's a lot of value. I mean, especially if you have, like, Artifact Mana, where you're able to play this earlier than turn six. Yeah. And your opponent wants to be in a position where they have to cast more lands. Mm-hmm. Just three cards, you know, until they catch up to it. And not like 5-7 is the easiest to kill in the world either. Yeah. It is, uh... It's really good against fetch lands, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. I'll draw four. Yeah, sure, why not? Mill you for four. Right. And it's not even mill you, it's exile the crap out of yeah. you. <laughs> they just get all the exiles. I don't know if I like this better than, like, Silumgar, though. Like, the the Dragon Lord. Yeah, I mean... They definitely do different things, different. yeah. I like this better than, like, the stupid guy that you just attack people and they mill 10 or whatever every time you attack them with it, or mill 7 or whatever that guy is. Oh, and Nemesis of Reason or whatever? Yeah, Nemesis of Reason. Yeah. He's more interesting than that guy. Yeah. 
That feels like that could have been printed in this set, like, flavor-wise. Well, I mean, you just have uh, Ulamog, who just mills 20. That's true. Whee! You lose your th- stuff. But, yeah, this card seems sweet. Yeah. There's Ulamog's Nullifier, which seems busted and limited. Let's see, two blue-black, I'll drive you into void. Flash Flying 2-3 for four, Okay. When it enters the battlefield, put two cards. If you wait, wait huh? And enter the oh, two cards from that from exile into the graveyard. Okay, sorry. Right. See, it takes a little bit of setup. Yeah. But two, three flash fire, not bad. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you're just like, oh, by the way, yeah, get, get right, get a counter spell, sure. You're like, all right, by the way, here's Mystic Snake. Yeah. What's up now? <laughs> it's a flying snake. Snake's on plane. It's a coaddle. It's a coaddle, lower scale, whatever. Yeah. Waddles or flying snakes? Flying snakes. <laughs> I've had enough with these snakes. <laughs> <laughs> we think of, uh... Have you, seen, have you seen Hedron Archive? That was like one of the early spoilers. Okay, so Aligned Hedron Network makes it sound like something you'd see on a Verizon commercial. That them advertising that they have an Aligned Hedron Network. I was thinking like the Psychic Friends Network. Ooh. <laughs> I was like... That, that works too, they're yeah. connected that way. But like... I don't know what Hands of Ravio exile all creatures with power five or greater. Yeah. Kind of neat. Anyway, uh, Hedron Archives. So four mana, double Mind Stone. Yeah, I I like this card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double Mind Stone, sweet. Yeah. I think I like it better than, like, cards like Thran Dynamo. Mm hmm. But I like this card. I like the fact that you can draw, like, cycle it and you draw two. Like, that's real nice. Like, when you get to the late game, it's like, alright, this. I, I, you're done. You're done, man. Rock it out of here. Right. Say, hell, draw two. This card seems really sweet. Like the and the sassy Jace flavor text. Right, right, right. <laughs> How did that work out there last time? Uh, big giant ancient dragon. Yeah. <laughs> such, Jace, I gotta be a jerk. Yeah, sassy, such sass. Yeah. Unfortunately, like. I expected Nahiri to come in this set, but she's probably going to come in the next set. Like, who? Nahiri? The whatever. The Lithomancer? Unfortunately, all these artifacts are just terrible. Like, Slab Hammer just seems like... Hedron Blade. It's, uh... It's... Uh, Yeah. Pathway Arrows. Yeah, like Viridian Longbow or whatever for the set. Sure. Oh, Pilgrim's Eye reprint. Yeah, with new art. Oh, ally encampment. What is this? It's a al- it's just like whatever for the new set, like oh, okay. haven of the spirit thing. Haven of the spirit allies. Yeah. Hey allies. We. It's at least cheap to bring back allies, which is cool. Right, but you have to you bounce them from play. You don't rip them and bring them back from the graveyard. Though. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Can't get them all. There's a cycle of blighted lands. Have you seen these? Blighted cataract. So it's a cycle of five uncommons. They they tap for a mana, and then yeah, it's like that. Like blighted cataract, five in the blue, sack it to draw two. The gorge is terrible, which is really unfortunate because it feels like that's the color that would want a good utility land. Mm-hmm. These are all kind of like not that good. Like cataract, draw, five in a blue, sack it, draw two, four in a black, sack. To Diabolic Edict, an opponent, is interesting, but that still seems like a little too much. Yeah, Blighted Woodland seems fine. Seems, I actually kind of like that card. Like, it's, it yeah. seems like the the one that's probably priced the best. 
like edict costs one and a black essentially, and the land version. Costs yeah, I mean four. this is double rampant growth. Yeah, it's a uh, for one extra mana. What's right? explosive veggies? Right for one extra mana. Well, explosive veggies costs four. Right, but this you have to tap this too, so it costs five. Yeah, but essentially, yeah, you're just paying. Yeah, so you're sacking it for that. But the other one's like, spend four in red, sacrifice for shock. It's like, oh. <laughs> right, six mana. Right, six mana shock. Five mana gain some life. Yeah. Six mana edict. Uh, seven mana draw two. Wee. Yeah. But like five mana, go get two lands is probably fine, especially like as you're entering that like mid game stage where you want to like thin things out or fix your colors or whatever. Yeah. Like it All right, what do you think of these new duels? Eh, I, I don't have room for them, but I think they're fine. Like, the way my land cycle right now is just, like, OG duels, shock lands, fetch lands, and then, like, for allies, it's man lands, like the the World Wake uh, man lands, and then for enemy colors, it's, like, essentially either temples or... Yeah, I think it's just temples for enemy lands... Spoiler alert, I'm putting the new man lens in. But Yeah, I mean, hello. Yeah. But like these, I don't I feel like these are at least close for me. I think they're I think they're actually quite good. Actually I tried out the red ones when they were first spoiled to see how they were, and they're they're solid. But I just don't have room for them. Unless I make unless I accommodate for another cycle of lands. And then I just have to switch some stuff around and then you know I'd have to figure out what are the costs and benefits of doing that? But for right now, I'm happy with how my land count is now. So, and then unfortunately, I just don't have room for these. But I think they're good. They're kind of no, they seem sweet. They're not the best for aggressive decks, unfortunately, because they come into play tapped. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we keep seeing these. Granted, it's kind of hard to come up with a dual land that enters a battlefield untapped without being stupid, right. because like modern and whatnot. So the most of these just are more late gamey, and like I don't think it's necessarily that hard to have them come to play untapped because of the two basic land thing, like that wasn't really that difficult. But I just honestly I just don't have the room for them. But I think they're fine. I think they're good. I just don't have room for them. Yeah, I mean they seem super solid. Yeah. I do, I do like that they have the types as well. Like, it feels like, at least in standard, they're gonna enable some really wacky mana bases. Well, yeah, because you have, uh, Yeah, land. so it's like, Fet land this. It's like, alright, we. Just go get it, like, right, if you don't need the mana that turn, if you don't have the basics or whatever, you just go get it. Mm-hmm. You just, you just start that direction. Yeah. It's like, alright, well, go get this at the end of turn one or whatever. The return of quick and, and now we're set up. like the return of quick and toast or whatever. Like, I don't know if there's anything as, Probably as nuts as like, uh, whatever, like Cryptic Command, Cloud Thresher, Cruel Tomatum, Plume right, Veil. Right. You forgot about the, the, the turn to, uh, right, turn to, uh, Halo, Rune Halo. Oh, yeah. Into like turn four Cryptic, turn five or six, you know, the double white into Trips Blue, into Quad Green. <laughs> yeah, and then Cruel. It's like. Into, right, into Dubs, Dubs, Trips, Dubs. Yeah, it's like, okay. Sure, that's fair. But yeah, I think that, I think these lands are fine. I just, like I said, don't have room for them, but that doesn't necessarily make them bad or anything. I just personally don't have room for them, but I think they're good. 
I know, it seems sweet. There's another cycle of sweet lands for Popper Cube, which I'll probably play a good amount. I just haven't figured out what I'm going to do, because I just haven't had time to. But I don't think any of them are going to cut it in my regular cube. However, the man lands... Yeah, Manlands are sweet. Just put them in. Yeah. It's like not even... It almost doesn't even matter what they do. They'd have to be pretty bad. I mean, they'd have to be atrocious, and these are not atrocious. Yeah. Like, I do like... I like the... Uh, I feel like the Lumbering Falls is probably the better of the two. But, like, somebody played, like... um. So, funny story about this. And, and this actually... We were going to talk about this earlier, but you said to save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. So, Motorhead came to St. Louis... Okay. And I remember talking about it like during, like before the drafts. So I'm like, so I'm not gonna come here to draft because, or during like whenever the show was. I'm like, I'm not coming to draft on whatever the day was because it's on a Tuesday and I'm going to a Motorhead show. And I was like, oh okay. And like when I was parking my car and then walking on the way into Cube Draft at a, you know, the store I go to is Wizard's Wagon in the Loop. Shout-outs to Wizard's Wagon in St. Louis. Um, somebody's wearing a Motorhead shirt, and I'm just like, huh, you don't see that every day. All right. So, you know, I, there's, like, nobody there, unfortunately, that week, just because <laughs> the stars had aligned to not many people coming there. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And then I was like, all right, so let's try to get people going for Cube. You know, let's figure out what we're doing for Cube. And then my friend Tommy was like, hey, are you going to the Motorhead show? And I'm like, what? Was that today? I was like, no, that wasn't today. And I checked the the uh, the venue site, and as it turns okay. out, it was that day. <laughs> I completely oh. forgot about it. And I think we only had like five people at the time, and I was like, well, you guys figure it out. I'm going to see Motorhead. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually went, like, they did a four-person sealed, and uh-huh. like I I went to like, and the, the the venue is, like, walking distance from where Wizard's Wagon is, so I just got some food and then went to there, and then there was, like, some kind of mediocre opening band, and my phone was dying. And I'm just like, I'm just going to walk back and then just, like, bird or something or see if I can charge my phone or something. And somebody mm-hmm. drafted, like, a blue-green kind of mid-rangey deck with Lumbering Falls, and there was somebody who was who created a seal deck with, like, a black-white kind of mid-rangey deck. And I just took over his deck. I'm like, well, he's not here, so I'm just going to play for him instead. And that Lumbering Falls was really, really good. Unfortunately, his draw was kind of bad when he played it against me. It was kind of a oh, ham okay. sandwich, but like, it felt like, it felt like mm-hmm. he was kind of on lands, and this was one of the lands, and his spells were kind of light. And I just was like, all right. I was like, if you had anything to really back this up, this would have been really awkward. Because it gets around Wraths. And, like, mm-hmm. traditionally with Manlands, it's like, all right, Animate Colonnade, it's like, all right, I'll bolt it. Well, can't bolt this guy. Nope. You can't really get use mass removal about around this because most are at sorcery speed. And it's like, I'll master... Oh. Uh-huh. It lacks evasion, but honestly, I think that's fine. Like, whatever. Like, there's that would be very unrealistic to expect it to have, like, some kind of flying or evasion or something. But yeah, I think Lumbering Falls is very good. Even like shambling event, I think is fine. Yeah, like it. It's a two. Th- it's probably the worst of them now. Like it felt like the worst manlands were either. Um, what's the red black one? Lava claw reaches. 
Yeah, but even then, like, yeah, like lava, there are some games you play Lava Cloud Reaches, it's just like, yeah. seven you, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, like, it fixes like, your mana, and like, yeah, late game, if they don't have anything, or you just need an attacker, it's like, alright, attack, get you. And like this, where right. it's just like, its body isn't the most impressive, but it helps, like, the the aggressive and mid-rangey, like, even the attacking decks. It's a 2-3 lifelink, like, okay, sure, getcha. And if it gets bolted, like, who cares, that's fine. Whatever. Everything dies to bolt. Right. But yeah, I think these are both very good. And I'm putting... I put the... Like, I put Shambling Vent in place of the Black White Temple. I put whatever uh, Lumbering Falls in place of the, the Simic Temple. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're solid. They're very good. What do you think... What are you calling the new duels, by the way? Are coming? Are using one of those fancy terms that people are using that... No, I, I just said, I don't understand why they don't just call them battle duels. That's what I call them. Honestly, they're battle lands. Yeah, like, none of the other explanations really make that much sense. And they're dual lands from battle. Yeah. So they're battle duels. Also, I said, I really just want to kind of watch people misspell duels a bunch. <laughs> and there's some, there's some like, cleverness about, like, the, uh, the, the homophones of duel and duel when it comes to battle. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, like Tango Lands, I never quite, like, yeah, it just seems no. like, okay. Nope. I, I don't know. It's kind of like Scar... Laglands. I don't, I don't know. I've seen a million different names for them, and none of them make sense for me, except for just, like, Battle Duels. Yeah. I, or, you can just call them by their names. I, I don't know if they've sunken in quite yet. Oh, and I was looking at Sunken Hollow when I said that. <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. Right, like, you can just, you know... Call them by their names. Yeah, it took like when I started cubing, it took me a while to get to get used to the the OG dual land names, like you know Savannah and Badlands. Now I'm just like whatever. Yeah. So they are Volcanic Island. Yeah, they I don't know. They're they're solid cards. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else from the set. Nope, there's nothing. New uh, full arts. Right, new full arts. So buy your fat packs, people. Yeah, I'm glad they they didn't uh, put ugly. <laughs> ugly lands. I don't say any of these are ugly by any means, though. Yeah, no John Avons, though. There aren't? No, none. Of, I just looked. None of them are John Avons. Oh, that's awkward. There's no. They, now they recycled one from each from previous Endicar. There's one reprint from each of them, and they're all like the non-Avons. Oh, it was the cup. Uh, but like, who is it? Looks like Tiana. I can't quite make out the name. X has a new cycle of them. Oh, I don't know who that is, but that looks nice. Tianhua, Tianhua, X. Huh. But I mean, there are some that will certainly look nice. But like, you know, the there, there's one reprint of each basic land type. So like the the Bowl Island, yeah, is there. The Vincent Prose like Pyramid Tree is there. The uh, the Ring Mountain. Yeah, the, the Arch from Veronique. Yeah, the Arch one is there. The Hedron Plains. Yeah. Prose one is there. And I think it's the purple, uh, one of the purple swamps. Oh, yeah. The Junk Park Swamp, I think, is is the swamp that's reprinted. Yeah. But I saw uh, John Avon's actually coming to uh, Grand Prix Atlanta. Oh, nice. Yeah, I heard that last time when he went to Jersey, there were a two- to three-hour wait in line, and lines were forming two to three hours before he signed. Wow. Wow. GLHF. Yeah, good lord. Wow. That's not the GL I mean. 
Have him sign to some bounce lands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. Wow. Nice. But, I don't know. I, I mean, this set is... I, I wish it were a little better, but I think there are plenty of good cards for cubes. It feels like there's a lot of underrated cards. Like, there's been no... It feels like there's been no love for Quarantine Field, for example. And that card's... I think that card's very good. I don't think it's busted or whatever, but I I don't know. I tend to not like using that kind of language anyway, where it's just very exaggerated, like, oh my god, not close, strictly, whatever. It's just like, this card's good. You know, like, Gideon is good. It's very good. <laughs> right. But yeah, like, there's, a, there's not a lot on the low end of the curve, but it feels like we got a lot of that anyway in the earlier sets. Mm-hmm. Like, here, like, like Gide- like uh, whatever, New Gideon, like Kithian or whatever, that name will never roll off the tongue for me, like ever. Oh, it's always it always comes second. You're like you know the Gideon, you know Kithian. You always have to kind of like take a second lap for yeah, it's it. Like oh, you're always like one drop Gideon. Yeah, you know, yeah, Kithian. Kithian just does not <laughs> roll off the tongue. Like Gideon's like okay, that's that's an actual name. Mm-hmm. Kithian is like you have to think about it. Kithy, and right. it's like, what? No, right. sure. It's like, wait, huh? mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, even, yeah, it feels like we got a lot in the earlier stages of the curve, and now this is kind of fleshing it out, but I don't know if that necessarily quote-unquote needed help, per se, but I don't know. I, feel, I, I like the flexible ads, like the flexible cards, like the, the Counterspell, the Wrath, the, uh, yeah, the whatever the hero's downfall, whatever ruinous path. There's a lot of stuff which can play early and late game. I mean, I yeah, see... yeah, obviously, and all the the awaken cards. You know, the the ones that we talked about awaken certainly have that dual mode thing going. Yeah, or like even that that Akum Firebird, I think is 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 very nice for the has a role in the early stage of the game where it kind of does something, and it feels like that's what the good awaken cards do. They they do something the deck wants to do at a cost that isn't terrible. And then, like, if you get it in the late... Kind of like Burst Lightning, I think that's a classic example where, like, it's... You know, Shock isn't really something that's great in Cube, but, you know, the fact that you can use it in the late game if need be, like, if you flood out or if you need to kill some big thing, and, you know, or just, like, rune, like uh, whatever, Hero's Downfall... Like it's nice. You lose sorcery speed or whatever, but that's fine. That's that's definitely a trade off. That's worth it. Mm-hmm. Pop quiz: How often do you find yourself flashing back Chainer's Edict? I mean, fairly often. Yeah. I'm trying to think percentage wise, not not like a super high percent, but it's not, it's very nice when you can. Right. It's like, all right, sure. I will kill this, this, or I will kill your other thing, EOT, and then flashback Chainer's Edict. Get right. wrecked, which is yeah, but I think so. And there's like there's no real goblin guides in this set. You know, the closest we really get is expedition envoy, but whatever, that's fine. We got a lot of early one drops anyway. Like years ago, I would never have imagined getting this many as we have now. No, we've gotten so many so fast. And it's like what goblin glory chaser? Like what? What is this? Sure. And here's all these one drops. Here's monastery swift spear. I'm totally not leafing right. through my cube right now. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I like. I don't know. It feels like I don't think this set's bad, but I mean, 
I think it's got a lot of good stuff, and it feels like there's definitely underrated stuff, but I don't know. Right. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's some... Uh, I think there's going to be a fair amount of cards in here that play better than they actually read. Yeah. So. Like, uh, like Hangerback. Hangerback Walker. That card's... That's a good card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely not, like, Born of the Gods or whatever. There was, like, Bremaz and... I forget what else. Right. What was in Born of the Gods? Like, Bremaz, that's all I can think of. Yeah, Bremaz was pretty good. Yeah. Um, actually, was just looking at something today. I was actually... It's funny that you mentioned that. So I was actually just looking at a, a list of cards from Born of the Gods today. Uh-huh. And it was just kind of like one of those, oh, huh. I guess there's that card too. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what it is now. I was born so born the gods. It was uh, oh, Corsair Perfect. Oh right, yeah. I think we called that on the episode. Like we were, I think we were both like, yeah, that's what green decks want to do. They just want to ramp, and you get a two four. Well, it doesn't necessarily ramp, but it gains you life, and it right. just blocks like a crazy. So Karanos, I think I don't know. It's been in and out like in that flex slot, but Karanos has been nice. Well, I mean, Karanos is from the next set. It's from Journey to oh, the Next. Oh, it was? What? Boo. I thought it was in the, I thought it was in this set. No, the allied colored ones were in, oh. uh, in Born of the Gods. Right. It's like Mogi's Phoenix. Oh, okay. I guess Kiora was in, uh, Born of the Gods too. Yeah, Herald of Torment. I'm still, I still like that card. That card's nice. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, card's yeah, fine. I'm, scr- I'm literally scrolling through everything in this. <laughs> Right, see what you can yeah, find. There's, but yeah, there's not much. I'm literally, I'm pretty much just scrolling through everything. It's like, well, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of overcosted stuff with bestow. Right. Last year I never was, I don't know. I think I tried it and it was okay. It was just, it was okay. It was reckless reveler. Honestly, I've cut like the torch fiend kind of guys from my cube anyway. They kind of. There's probably a, a turn. Oh, Seder Wayfinder. That was in the set. Searing Blood. Oh yeah, Searing That's, Blood. So there's like a few cards, but like not a whole lot. Right, not not a ton, but I mean, all sets have some amount of impact. Certainly, yeah. even like Betrayers had. Uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, there we sure. go. Oh, it's okay. Oh, no worries. Yeah, even like Betrayers had. GTA. Right. And I'm trying to remember what else, but I had Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's a pretty big... You know, sometimes sets can be wrapped up. I mean, Saviors is probably the crappier one. Oh, yeah. What Saviors had, what, Pithing Needle? Right. Uh, the original printing of Needle, it had um, Descendant of Kiyomaro. Oh, was that like the 2-3? Yeah, it was a 2-3 that was a 3-5 with Lifelink. Oh, yeah. Wow. I wish it was a good version of a uh, Captive Flame for Cube. Remember that card? Yeah. Like, two in a red, everything gets fire-breathing. Like, <laughs> right, right. Would you play it if it just cost one red? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Wow. That's... Oh. What if it sacrificed deal three damage? <laughs> I'd play it. I, well, yeah, Sure. It, well, if it was just like, if it's kept the same casting cost, two and a red, but you sacrifice it to deal three. I, mean, I think I'd play that. Probably. Yeah. You know, once you start mixing up more 
abilities onto it, you know. <laughs> it's like the Once base. Hacking off crap onto it, you know. At some point, it'll eventually become playable. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing cubes with like Jawari back in the day. Yeah, I had Jawari and uh, the they had the red one and the green one. Yeah, Kataki. I don't think I've actually. I don't think I've seen that in any cubes. Um, or seeing cubes with Ghostlit Stalker when I didn't know anything and thought that card was actually good. As it turns out, it's I think just at one not. point in time I played Arayo. Oh yeah. Oh, Manriki Gusari. You're the Manriki Gusari now, dog. <laughs> Kagamaro I played. Oh, yeah. For a while. Is that the the Wrath one? Yeah, it's the one you, you sacrifice them, and uh, they uh, it's minus X, minus X for the creature amount of number of cards in hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, sa- wow, Sabres. I knew Sabres was bad. Yeah, Arashi. Arashi was the other one. It was Arashi and the, 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 gray, the red one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I played those for a little while. I mean, granted, it was a long time ago when cards weren't nearly as good. Yeah, I was about to say. But, back. you know, whatever. Yeah. I think I was kind of the same. I think I, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I ran Arashi back in the day. I'm pretty sure I also played Tomb of Yorami for a little oh, while as yeah. well. Yeah. Man, Yuki Ona, that looks like it has baseballs around it. Mm-hmm. It's four mana. Like it's a really awkward Keldon Vandals. Right, right, right. Yeah, what, what was it? Ghostlit Stalker was that the one you were mentioning? Yeah, the black one. Yeah, one of those was okay. I don't even know if I'd say that was. Or it was like a cube that I remember like following back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like that. I thinking, man, that's so cool that you see a card like that in in cube. And granted, I just, I guess I don't even know if back then the card was good, but. The, that cube was just really like a dragon cube. Raving Oni Slave is one of my favorite cards. I was actually telling somebody that story about... <laughs> I think I was telling somebody a story about just like bouncing it. Like a bunch of times. Yeah. Like my opponent played it versus me in Limited. I think that was one of my first experiences with that with that particular player. And it was a store that I was a regular at the time. He was, I was like, play this. So I was like, bounce it with whatever the one in a blue bounce spell with mm-hmm. Splice. And he was like, ugh. I was like, alright. He'll play it again. It's like, all right, play it, play another bounce spell. <laughs> he, was, he was not happy. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, Mirin the Moaning Well. Yeah, Mirin is on there. I, th- I think I remember seeing that in cubes before. As like a weird, what was it, $8 median, I guess EDH. Yeah. Wow. A borough is also worth quite a bit. Oh yeah, I think it's is that kind of modern, like in choke. Right, you can you People can get, get around, around choke. choke. You can uh, there is that's you know one of the reasons for it certainly. Yeah. Um, there's there's one more too. I'm trying to remember what it is. There's there was two reasons. One was getting around choke. Another one is. I guess landfall, but I don't know if I'd say that's. Yeah, I don't think there was really I don't think there's anything landfall oriented. <laughs> But yeah. choke is one of them, and there's there's one additional kind Oil. of use. No, I want to say it has to do with the Merfolk deck. Um, hmm. can't think of what it is right now. Okay. But, but it's also fine in. Uh, I think it also winds up fine in. in uh, from my understanding, it's it's popular in in uh, casual formats as well. Oh yeah, because it's like, hey, here's this, here's this thing. 
Wow. I'm just looking through, like, champions oh, are coming out. You can out. also turn your, uh, you can also get double blue out of it by, like, tapping. Oh, I bounce yeah, it. Yeah, so, like, if you miss your land drop, you can tap your muta vault to pick it up, replay oh. it, to get your second blue to play a champion or something. Wow. Wow. Nice. So, if for some reason, you, you are blue, blue stuck. You could use Mutavolt to bounce it. Yeah, I like when you like daze your own spell or something, and you bounce your own island. Right, you don't have access to two blue or whatever, and you have that. You can, I mean, then you could just replay your own island, I guess. But there, there's, there's, there's some corner cases. I think choke is the 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 biggest one, but yeah, choke boil right. or whatever. Because then under choke, you can use your other lands to generate two blue. Yep. Nice. So. Wow. Man, these old sets, they're crazy. Alright, and I guess that wraps up the set. I can't think of much else, really. No, I think that about does it. I, have, I don't really know what else to uh, to mention, other than the fact that the expeditions are going to be very painful. Oh, yeah, that that's going to be... For those of us who are... <sighs> who want to upgrade, as it were... Oh yeah, and uh, you know I think they're really sweet. So yeah, that's gonna be. I kind of want them. I don't know how much they're gonna be worth. I would assume yeah, a whole lot though. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good starting point. A lot. Yeah. So probably a fair assumption. I think some of the pre-orders are up around like one fifty to two hundred for the blue. Some of the wow. blue lands. Wow. That seems makes sense, but yeah. Nope. That's a that's a whole lot. Mm. Sure is. Man. Alright, well do you want to uh give out some give out some plugs here and where yeah. you and where you're writing and what you're doing and all that good stuff? Oh, yeah, sure. So I, I did two two of the cube seals. Videos for Gathering Magic when they were doing the whole two man sealed thing. Which I hope they still do, by the way. I thought that was a really good idea. Cool. Like, you can just. I don't know if. I wish maybe they could have, like, expanded it to be just, like, a sealed for, like, an eight man. Oh, right, 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 right. But essentially, it's just, like, draft, I'm done, see ya. Right. And then it's, like, you either win or you lose, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Which I think is interesting, but. I don't know. I think it's a nice concept. I did a couple of those, and actually, probably after, probably right after we're done recording, I'm going to start writing, not start writing, you know, um, continue working on the review for this, for Battle for Zendikar on GatheringMagic.com. Um, yeah, I I tweet at Usman the Red pretty much about Cube and, I don't know, cats or something. I think that's it, really. I think that's. I think that's it. If you're in St. Louis, we do weekly cube drafts at Wizards Wagon in the Loop. There you go. That's usually what I do. Cool. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's all I could think of. What about you? I am uh, at Anthony42 uh, on Twitter. Pretty much Anthony42 everywhere you can, uh, everywhere you see forums. Whatever, if you see Anthony42, it's most likely me. 
uh, I suppose there are other people who do things and that I don't do that may have taken my name, but I don't think so. I, mean, I guess there's always possibility if you're playing some, I was say, I don't, playing some rando I was game say, I don't, that, hey, someone's an Ant-A42. But, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal this name. I'll, right, show, I'll show him. Oh, I, I've had friends of mine from like former games I've played, like former online games that'll purposely like use my gamer name that I always use to use some things, just so people would think that it's me. What? Yeah, yeah. That's lame. Yeah, I've had that. I've had a friend do that to me before. Wow, that's awkward. Awkward command resolves. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty comical. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about it. You can find my my most recent writing. My recent writing. I mean, it's been a while. Are on uh, legitmtg.com, and maybe one of these days, as my job calms down, maybe I can get back to writing again. But we'll uh, we'll see. the The appropriate amount of muse must strike to to be able yeah. to want to do that while you know commuting three and a half hours a day to work. Each, you know, total. That's true. So, sometimes, like, art, art, like ideas kind of pop oh, up no, during, like, like oh, no, kind of idling, to write, too. I just have to write this, or I have to do this. You know, this is a good idea, so. Yeah. I've had some article ideas, like, in the queue, in terms of what I'm just, just some ideas that I've had going on. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just can't, like, get them. I, it's just, like, I got all these ideas flowing into my head about just, like, you know, making changes and whatnot in your queue, but I just... Never got to writing it down. Just, but it's something I'm probably going to try to do eventually. Fast forward six months and I still haven't done it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that pretty much. I, I was about. Oh, I, I, I Kanye. I'm sorry. Was there anything else? No, no. I, I think that's about it. All right. Well, I guess there's. I guess there's one last thing. There is one last thing to do. That's true. Rock over London. Rock on Chicago. The battle for Zendikar begins soon. Will you stand up and fight? Yeah, that's uh, that's a great slogan. <laughs> it should be like, the battle for Zendikar begins soon. How many packs will you buy trying to get Expedition Lands? Or, yeah. <laughs> or, aren't you glad we put Expedition Lands in because none of the other cards are going to be worth money? <laughs> I think that's a, a more appropriate slogan. But Nice. But yeah, cool, man. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to do this. And... Uh, Hopefully we'll yes, we'll do it before the next set comes out. At some point, I was about to say, we're yeah. gonna get an extra one in between there at some point. So, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks. All thanks right. for listening, everybody. Peace <laughs> out. All right, peace out. Reignite it and <laughs> it's so good.